Oh man, I. What's that wreath of jingle jangling music coming from this door? I better knock upon it and discover what sort of mysteries and dark secrets are hidden behind this oaken door. Knock, knock, knock. Hello? Russ, what are you doing at my back door? <laughs> Alan, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I am. I Well, first things first, what is this wonder world we've found ourselves in? Well, this is my dining room. Um, <laughs> this is this uh, a- Alan Wonderworld? <laughs> this is Alan Wonderworld. Uh, you... This I told you. I thought I messaged you about this. This is my new thing. I wear a big top hat. Um, I have (laughs) over your eyes. I wear a big top hat over my eyes. I have a cane. Um, I kind of look like knights now. And also, there's a bunch of furries and like guys dressed up in flower costumes, and they are dancing kind of in the periphery of my dining room. You do look like a dandy, and you do have a little dancing animal friend behind you. Hello there. Yeah, if you look away, they will disappear from vision. <laughs> Alan, my life has become unbalanced. Even even more than it was before? Even more than it has before. Well, I love the new hair, Russ. What's Well, I thought I was 90% sure that Travis McElroy was on the out and out. And uh, I assumed I could like slither in snake style mm-hmm. into the Travis McElroy spot. Gotcha. I, I thought I could like kind of fill in as the thir- the new McElroy. You were going to change Russell. your last name. I was a hundred percent prepared. I was prepared to marry into the clan. God, can <laughs> you imagine anything worse than a, a political marriage to the McElroy family? <laughs> <laughs> a, da- you- a, a, a dowry I'm presenting to Clint. Who is it? Like, I can't even, yeah, what would, what would you get him? Like a, like, uh, like I just give him a big thing of like baked grand biscuits or something. <laughs> I would just get like a fancier microphone or something, maybe. Right, right. Like, uh, who could, d- does it like, uh, on the, their show where they go into like teen culture with like Justin's wife or whatever. They, uh, she has like a, a woman on there. That's like, uh, uh, what is Justin's wife's name again? Sydney, the doctor. S- Sydney, Sydney's the vape, like the vape sister. One? <laughs> yes, she'd the have CBD to like one? call me out because I I am always going off on about the miracle cure that is the jewel pod, and she doesn't like me in the family that much. Well, she's my she's my arch enemy now because I am always talking about how good vaping weed is and how right. it will it will well one it protects you from COVID. That's science now. So uh, talk about that sawbones. Uh, but two, I love selling my weed at the mall. That is true. <laughs> You do have a kiosk that you do, though you have modified the kiosk that it does roll around now, right? Well, yeah, I had to modify it because it, a bunch of uh, a bunch of angry white women kept chasing me around the wall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, it's one of your little dancing animal friends. They can talk to us, too. Hi, it's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Hello. Bees freelancing as a dancing animal. <laughs> yeah, little- I listen all the game dev stuff just like really isn't working out and you know we just gotta pick up another job it's fine we're good we're good it's fine i'm b cave gift and it's fine i um i'm now a denizen of uh alan's wonder world wonder world absolutely (laughs) Mm -hmm. just like all the people here that are dancing around in my dining room are denizens here and they live now they live in my dining room (laughs) (laughs) they live with you this is like a weird commune uh you know some people say commune some say wonder world (laughs) yeah it's 
Look, nothing it's bad not. has ever happened go. from a person in a top hat and cane starting their own <laughs> uh, little commune apart from society. Nothing bad has ever happened. Now I have to. Now I, I, Al, this has nothing. This is just a random LOL thought. This is just random and so funny. Is this some South Park um, humor? This is a little bit of South Park humor. Um, now I'm wondering what uh, uh, Jared Leto's <laughs> like. Where is it? His weird cult thing. Well, he wears. He goes Jesus style. Like he, he's wearing like the white robes and stuff. Right. I think. Maybe not. Maybe he goes with top hats on now and then. Maybe. I always assumed he just sort of dressed like the like the antagonist of Far Cry Five, just like in general. Ooh. Yeah, uh, I could see that. Yeah, he. Is, what, what's Far Cry Five? Is that like a? That's the Montana uh, one, right? Yeah, it's the one where uh, they just like sort of didn't say anything the whole time. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That yeah, was, there, I mean, that game was apolitical, so he had nothing to say. That's true. <laughs> There's <was> no <laughs> politics in that game whatsoever. Um, speaking of apolitical, uh, I'm, I'm having a self political like journey. Mm -hmm. Like I I'm struggling here because Alan, I, I, my life's become so unbalanced because I've tried to transform myself. I, I put, uh, my hair is dyed as some sort of like teal color. I don't, I don't know. I think the teal goes really well with your eyes, Russ. You should keep that. Oh my god! Thank you so much. But don't don't uh, comb it don't comb it in the way you're doing. And you need to close your mouth. There are flies flying in and out. Um, I I have been uh, I have been um, painting my fingernails. I have been finding anybody who's part of the LGBTQ plus community in my area, and I harass them, letting them know how much I appreciate them and how brave they are, and yelling at them at how brave they are. Uh, and you won't stop making uh, tabletop RPG characters about me. You keep saying that you are me or like one of our other friends. Or like, yeah. And then you keep on like bragging about like, I did this from the, the wonderful queer people. I know I based my wonderful character. You all love and nobody knows what you're talking about. No. <laughs> and, and frankly, and you know, I keep setting boundaries for myself and others, but these boundaries, you know, are usually like, don't interrupt my baby voice. Don't interrupt my baby voice. I, Russ, I would never dare interrupt one of your stupid voices. <laughs> and and Alan, I need to I need to rebalance, but I don't know how to do that because this isn't some sort of balanced Wonder World. It's an Alan uh, Wonder World. Well, hold on. Let me wave. Um, fuck. Uh, can you touch that hat over there? And then you can maybe watch me punch some rocks for a while in a QTE <laughs> <Okay>. game. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll, I'm on it. I touched okay. it. Uh, okay. Um, let me let me get some rocks out of the garage. Hold on. <laughs> maybe we should just do this one later this is a little i don't really understand i know that that balan of balan wonderworld uh what what he's doing is working i don't know what he's doing but it works for, i mean the farmer like the farmer turned into a furry and then he and then he uh, did a, by and farmer then, do you mean jose gallard is that the name of the guy it's jose gallard you don't know that I didn't, they never said his name in the game. They they actually do not. And all all of the characters in Bell and Wonderworld have such great names. Um, well, aside from uh, Leo Craig and Emma Cole, the protagonist, which, who we do which get I'm names. repeating the same joke multiple times, but that sounds like a future uh, contributor to Polygon's YouTube channel. And <laughs> one of them will be canceled. One of them will be canceled. It's um, a matter of time. Yeah, uh, it's gonna happen. The the dolphin lady's name is Fiona Demetria. Very good. That's very interesting. Can you explain to me what a Tim is? 
<laughs> sure i will and hogcast speedy delivery the number one independent sonic pizza podcast on the planet i'm your host russ walsh with me as always my co-host alan black thank you alan for being on the show mm-hmm. in well, your you're house. in my dining room yes <laughs> yeah and uh i want to introduce a very a long-awaited guest somebody who we've been meaning to have on for for forever it feels um welcome b at cave gift on twitter thank you for being on the show Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's just wonderful to be here in, in Alan's Wonder World. Mm-hmm. You are still dancing. You're still putting on moves. Oh, yeah. I well, mean, they... you're gonna have to clean all of this odd ca- like podcast audio up. Like I'm I'm literally just wilding out over here. They can't. Um, uh, a lot of movement is not contractually allowed to stop dancing. Uh, none of my none of my little animal furry friends are allowed <laughs> oh, to stop my... dancing. They are allowed to disappear from existence when you when you turn the camera like 45 degrees to the left. They will fade out like a weird (laughs) uh, Unreal Engine artifact. Uh, You're exempt from object permanence. Yeah, it's it's um, imagine foveated rendering, but taken to like upsetting extreme. Like (laughs) it's just it does not exist if you're I can we talk about the game? (laughs) Can we talk about the drop the pretense and talk about this fucking game? Alan, Alan has become Alan Wonderworld. (laughs) I love the game so much, obviously. We uh, I mean. In and out of kayfabe, we love Balan Wonderworld. We're Balan freaks. Um, we love Wildin and Balan out. We're B Balan. Um, I'm gonna introduce. Balan, I'm gonna put in that that part from uh from Boa from Duvet by Boa, where it sounds like she's saying <laughs> I'm Balan. <laughs> yes. Um, can, what is a Tim? What's the Tower of Tims? The Tower of Tim's is an expression of love. It's it's a uh, what is it? Uh, what is Tim's but love preserving or whatever? I mean, they, and, they uh, seem like they're little bird slash rabbit guys that kind of follow you around for some reason. They're like chows, but somehow worse, but somehow better. They're like chows and flickies combined. I, honestly, they're most like uh, the little guys from fucking uh, Knights. Yeah. So that's what, what's weird about you. Have you played Balan Wonderworld any? <laughs> no, I, I was sort of hoping to be like the the proverbial straight man of this conversation where I just try to like understand what what it's like here in the Balan Wonderworld and, and, and furthermore in Alan's Wonderworld. Yes. I just want to say for once, it's nice to not to be the only straight man on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so Balan <laughs> Wonderworld. <laughs> no, I was about to make that same joke. I'm mad that you did it first. Um, I have been. Uh, so Balan Wonderworld, I really the one thing I do kind of appreciate is that there is absolutely no explanation or direction in this game. And in, in that way, it feels very much like a game from the 90s that somehow got made in a modern engine. If that makes any sense, like most right. games are very good about like holding yeah. your hand and telling you, like, here's how you get started. Here's here's the main gameplay loops you're going to be going through. Nah, none of that. You see intro cinematic, um, some kids are like playing basketball and like one of them gets mad. You get to pick if you want to be Leo Craig or Emma Cole. Um, and then you are just teleported through like the magic of Balan Wonderworld to like a big floating island. And then there's like doors you go through. And then there's like a farmer, <laughs> Jose Gallard. Um, and uh, you he's mad because his corn's going to get destroyed. Is that right. what's the I tornado mean, is going to destroy his corn, which is a big deal. I, I wouldn't want my corn destroyed. So then you play through like two weird platforming levels um, and you can put on costumes and gain like powers, like maybe like a 
like a Billy Hatcher style or something. Um, right. No, I it don't know what the currency is. It's very Billy Hatcher. I don't know what the currency is. There's weird teardrops you collect. Um, I don't understand what the Tims are, why they follow you around. Um, when I played the demo, I don't remember being able to jump when I was in my normal kid form. But now mm-hmm. I can. So I'm glad they added that in. Right. Um, but, but it that, is funny that you are never your kid form. You are never your kid form. But the thing is, when you weren't just your like kid in form, society, we're always wearing a mask. You never, oh, wow. you never get to be yourself. It's actually an art video game. It, Billy Joel called that the stranger. Um, oh fuck! But uh, yeah, so you just do a bunch of random bullshit, and then there, and then you go back to the main little hub world, and there's like a tower of Tims, and you like throw your money on the ground in a field, and it makes more of the little Tim guys appear, and then they like get inside of a Rube Goldberg machine, and I don't know what that does. <laughs> uh, I think it leads to the path to Balan Wonderworld, like. It, but I mean, Balan Wonderworld, right? Like, if you well, the video game is Balan Wonderworld, but if you finish the Tower of Tims, you can enter your TV and become one with Balan. All hail the new flesh style. Oh, yeah, this is like Kingdom Hearts. This is what <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Is. Hey, come on! <laughs> Are you saying that the Tower of Tims is light? I guess the Tower yeah. of Tims could be light. I don't. I don't like B moving in on Professor Mickey's spot. <laughs> I feel like you're. Oh, I apologize. In, in the in the I meantime, to... I have a I have a tower Tim's, my Timberland boots that I've just stacked up in a tower in the oh, corner over there. You fuck. That's really good. Yeah. I've been thinking about how to formulate like a like a like a nice like Timberlands joke. I think you I think you really knocked it out of the park with that one. Yeah, it's just yeah. a bunch of Tim's that I've stacked up. Um, right. I I need to play more of Battle and Wonderworld. I've been playing uh, Monster Hunter instead. Um, oh yeah, which is not as good of a game, obviously. Obviously, you'd have to be a dumbass piece of shit to like that garbage. But you, you know, you're look. Look, I play all the games. I'm just I'm doing it as a journalist. Yeah, that's objective. Yeah, I'm not having fun like I am when I play Bound Wonderworld and wander around for like 30 <laughs> minutes, not sure what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, I, what is up with all the little characters that are just constantly dancing everywhere and then they disappear? I don't know. But Who's it feels the bad good. guy. Who's the bad guy? What's he what's his deal? He looks like um he looks like when um he looks like the bad guy from Sonic Forces. Like what's he doing here? <laughs> it is true. He does look a lot like uh Chaos. What is that guy's name again? Not Chaos. It's definitely not Chaos. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely not Chaos. What is his name again? It's not Zavik. Stu- we spent a whole episode talking about who Zavik is that eventually is jammed. <laughs> we we immediately forgot who Zavik is. <laughs> who? Oh, man. Infinite. Infinite. Uh, infinite. Such a good name. Uh, How do we forget? Why, yeah. For it's just like he's like the Bioshock infinite of villains. Like, why name yourself infinite when you're very limited? <laughs> well, he was transformed by the power of the Phantom Ruby from Sonic Mania. Do you forget true. that, forgot that bit at the beginning where they tied it to the much more popular and successful game? Right, and then they also <laughs> proceeded to say that they were like, oh, it's alternate universe Sonic. You were not the real Sonic in my eyes. You're fake. Real Fuck Sonic you. Real Sonic knows what war is. <laughs> it's true. Real um, Sonic has Alan- been t- captured and tortured in space for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic is a war criminal. Uh, I do want to say something. Now. Uh, there's something that I've, I've been wanting to ask you about, Alan. Did you know there's a Balan Wonderworld novelization? 
Maybe that would finally fucking explain what I'm doing in this game. <laughs> it's Ballad Wonderworld, Maestro of Mystery, Theater of Wonders. It's available on Amazon, which I I don't know if there's another venue for it. Do I need to read this? Do I as the Ballad Wonderworld scholar? It's on, Bar- it's on Barnes and Noble and other places too that are okay. moderately less bad. Uh, I guess we need to read it. I guess I need to read it. <laughs> I guess I have to read a fucking book. God, fuck. Has anybody torrented Balan Wonderworld novelization? <laughs> Absolutely not. That's no, no way. Because people love the game and the franchise so much, they wouldn't want to hurt the hurt the brand. Here's yeah, exactly. The, do you want to read? Do you want me to read the overview for what this shit is? To drop it on me. The Balan Theater will always be there when your heart needs it most. Though you might not remember, you've been to this theater many times before. One day, just as it does for you and for all. It appears to an aloof boy and a warm-hearted girl in the time of their greatest need. Through its doors, they embark on an adventure to the magical land that dwells within all of our hearts, Balan's Wonderworld. Oh, fuck. I have a Balan Wonderworld in my heart? Yeah, I think so. This would be a good way... Yeah, probably. What about B? Yeah, I guess everybody does. I don't think so. I don't, don't, (laughs) Uh, like, feel it. Let me see. You might have had that taken out at some point. there's one in your heart. Oh, damn. Nice. Now... I, this would be a great way to get theaters back uh, once, once the <laughs> pandemic's over. If, if they promise me that I will um, get some sort of inner understanding of my heart, or, or if they just have like a guy in a top hat dancing around inside the theater, I will probably go back. <laughs> carnival Barker. Yeah, if they have some somebody that looks like an evil Carnival bar- Barker, I'll go to the theater again. This is this is how MoviePass makes money, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It would Something. not surprise me if MoviePass <laughs> was some sort of weird scheme that was caused by like, uh, and it got shut down because somebody had a change of heart. Like, isn't, per- isn't that Persona what the plot style. of something? Oh, isn't that what the plot of something wicked this way comes is about? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's about it's a it is kind of like a reverse balance Wonderworld. <laughs> yeah, if you think about it. Uh, Ray Bradbury, he ain't got shit on Yuji Naka. That's for damn yeah, sure. That's true. One of us brought brought us Dandelion Wine. The other one brought us uh, the Cardboard Box game. Remember Dand- that game? Dandelion Wine? Who wants to eat this shit? This is like what my lawnmower... <laughs> this is what my lawnmower spits out. I don't want this shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna, like, throw a, uh, a cup of sugar and some water into my fucking clippings bag. No way. Fuck off. Um, the Martian Chronicles? Uh, no thanks. I've got Star Wars. What do I need this shit for? Uh, I'll get you know, it, Martian Chronicles. Why not just the uh, Mar- Martian Manhunter comic books? Uh, the illustrated man. I think it's time for an illustrated woman. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh, I was about to say, I've got some like a bunch of illustrated women just like, <laughs> like in my downloads folder. Like I can, I can show you later if you want to like. Yeah, I, I follow most of the illustrated women on on YouTube. They're called VTubers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, they do sing the body electric. God. Uh, wouldn't it, wouldn't uh, it be cool if there was like a um, some sort of YouTube like mod you could do to where like whenever uh, whenever something happens on a stream, it gives you an electric shock. That's got to be real, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's just that's just rewiring like like vibrator, like Bluetooth vibrators. Right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. if you have the res uh, trans vibrator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You can plug that into your TV or your if I computer. Sh- if I short out my 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 shitty res or the the either the the or vibrator or the weird bo- full body vibrator they have, <laughs> yeah. So sad that never became available to the public. 
I'm so sad that like um, that nobody ever went on Howard Stern with the, with the res vibrator instead of the Sibian. <laughs> that that would have been funny. Oh man, Re- res needs to come back. It really uh, does. I maybe like the full body suit was like. Have y'all ever seen the uh, hit Fox television show uh, Fringe? Yo, yes. No, I never yeah. watched Fringe. Do you remember the entire subplot where there was a bank heist that involved people vibrating through the vault door? Vaguely. There's that's, so much bullshit the that happened. Does. That's why they couldn't let it out. Oh, that's kind of that's what the Flash does. So that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so I can see so that. it lets yeah. you connect to the Speed Force. Maybe. Absolutely. Wow. Is is connecting to the Speed Force like coming? <laughs> is that what getting, is that what we're learning here? Uh, uh, I think that maybe that's why. Maybe that's why uh, maybe that's why all the Flash's enemies are so mad at him and his connection to the Speed Force. What was that? What's, like, the, I chip, do that too. what's the Chip Zdarsky comic that's literally about like coming and freezing time? Oh, sex oh, criminals. Sex criminals. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, kind of. I mean. Yeah, I remember hey, when that yeah. was all the rage. <laughs> I was about to say something bad. <laughs> Speaking of sex criminals. Watto? What, uh, yeah, Watto, who has a lot of sex and uh is he did like own a, a child criminal. slave he but that was legal on the planet of tatooine you know and, what i gotta say um, age of consent laws slavery laws whatever they're different on <laughs> on tatooine i guess listen the star it's the star wars universe i'm a libertarian that's my alien species is a libertarian what do you think the most <laughs> libertarian planet in the star wars universe is is it is it tatooine i would probably have been uh jacku uh, no, it's not Jakku. Uh, why am I forgetting the name of uh, the planet that the clones were made on? Oh, fuck. Oh, Geonosis. Oh, Camino. Oh, Camino, uh, yes, oh, thank you. Oh, yeah, Camino. Camino, not Geonosis. G- Camino is, like, fucking with the the natural order and creating an army of clones. I think that's yeah. more of a Silicon Valley, like, uh, technocrat planet. You got me there. It does look like a giant Apple store. I think the <laughs> I think the more, like, the straight libertarian thing is like a Jakku where it's just like, it's all hell here. We all trade people junk for bread. That seems like more libertarian to me. I don't know. That sounds like my ideal living environment. <laughs> you are always asking for quarter portions. <laughs> I mean, I need to go on a diet. I'll admit to that. I'll take one quarter portion. Now, as a bread freak, you don't want this, this, the, the shitty bread that they just pour water on and then it like inflates in their, in their dish. No, right? no, no, no. I want to, Pour the water onto a bunch of flour and then let it rise overnight. <laughs> you gotta put yeast in there. Yeah, you gotta get you that have, yeast. Can you imagine all the great uh, space yeast that they probably have in the future? Like, oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Like, like this is just some random fungus we found on Earth that we'd like. Uh, can you imagine like all the great the great shit they're they put in their bread in the Star Wars universe? Maybe that's what they put in their death sticks. God, I want to smoke a death stick so bad. <laughs> I got I get run out of the mall by uh by Sid McElroy <laughs> when I sell my death sticks. <laughs> Sid McElroy, the ancient Jedi Kiari <laughs> Mundi. Who's the what's the Plocoon? Plocoon. Yeah, Plocoon, you... the, 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 the one Jedi for degenerate perverts. <laughs> if you smoke death sticks, it will fix you will your turn into, and... You will turn into Plocoon. Oh. I was trying that to flip it. Good. As to piss Sidney McElroy off. I like that that the one character that that George Lucas is repulsed and ashamed of created is the one that has the most vaginal looking mouth. <laughs> He's just terrified of it. Like, oh, oh, 
I, I fucked up. I shouldn't have done this. I had a bad dream when I, it came to me, that idea. I don't know what this is. I don't like it. Um, everything else he's totally fine with. Watto. Uh, all the, all the, all the cool, all the cool patois. That's all cool. Kiarimundi. Kiarimundi is good. Kiarimundi yeah. is pretty good. He's the one Jedi that's allowed to fuck. Why does it? Why is Kiati Mundi wives? Why is that an auto? Cr- you know why it he's is. He's got a bunch. He's Polly. Yeah, the representation really. It's good. He's got the. He's got the fucking the snacks on the dresser. He's got <laughs> the. They play in Smash Bros. Afterwards. Apparently, in the <laughs> EU, he had like five wives. Shouts out, Kiati well, Mundi. He's endangered. He has to. Kiati's got to fuck. He's not happy about it, though. <laughs> That's the weird no thing. No attachments. Well, they it's its a ban on marriage, so I guess he could have fucked and not got married, but I don't know why they... I don't know why he couldn't just become, like, a sperm donor or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it says here... He had a family of five wives and seven children, although he tried to he uh, tried to avoid developing emotional attachments to them. Sounds like most dads, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He Uh, uh, it would be cool if he was like a divorced, (laughs) divorced dad Jedi. (laughs) I mean, he's he would just be the George Lucas insert. I mean, basically. Um. Oh, man. Star Wars. uh, We need to, like, get to fucking anyway. (laughs) Speaking of. Get to, the, get to the bit. Get to the bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, hold anyway, on, hold on. I gotta, wait, I gotta do gonna... my timer. Okay. Oh, Hasakusa, it's me, Sabulba. Ooh, this feels slightly differently racist than normal. Oh, I'm Sabulba this time. You're standing on your, you're standing on your hands, and you're using your feet to, uh, to grab things. I, so it seems I'm like a dog. I'm a feet freak. Oh, <laughs> so are all Doug's feet freaks like that? Yes. <laughs> now, there was that scene in, in Phantom Menace where I think he did get his feet washed or manicured by somebody like one right. of the Twilight pit girls. Yeah. Yes. So, OK. So how do you feel about hands then, since your hands are our feet? Uh, you got to get Mandy Petty. Oh, this, this isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Is a, is a is a Doug foot freak like the equivalent of like a human hand freak? <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to let you know. Uh, I'm going to let you know now. Uh, I'm actually Sebulba. I don't talk like that. I just do that voice to like be scary. Oh, OK. It works. Oh, I, think I, love that. I think it's OK. OK, thank you. Bye. You're kind of like Chet Hanks uh, in that way. Bye, bye Sebulba. So the Sebulba 60 seconds is not coming back. And I don't like it. <laughs> and uh, it did not turn out good. <laughs> and uh, it's not. Yeah, it doesn't have the momentum. Well, I mean, usually the usually the the momentum is just Watto saying "Oh, Ali," and like over and over again, which is pretty good. <laughs> but yeah. that is pretty good. I do like I like doing that. It might not be good audio, but maybe I, you should just find I, a, di- a list of different names that you can say as Watto each week. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we could just go to Wikipedia and then like find a list of cool names to read. Right. Uh, well, but but I want this to be a conversational show, and I'm. I, I don't want Watto just yelling out into the stars. <laughs> I mean, Watto, Watto does enough of that in his own time. Oh, my God. Don't take that back. He's a very troubled man. He's always shouting out to the stars. An uncaring <laughs> universe he's wanting to hear back from. <laughs> he, I mean, he, he needs d- to go to Ballad Wonderworld. Are you kidding me? He, he really does. You know, you, you raise a good point. 
I think most of the Jedi's need to go to to, to fucking uh, Battle uh, Wonder World. Absolutely. Pretty much everybody we disagree with or is like turning kind of lib or weird, they should go to Battle <laughs> Wonder World. That's where you learn ideology is uh, Battle <laughs> Wonder World. <laughs> People are always telling me to read theory, read theory. Well, I'm waiting for my fucking Balan Wonderworld book to come in. So what do you want from me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Balan taught me a lot about what, what like, <laughs> kicking you out of my mind. Uh, Balan Wonderworlds. God, how fucked up would it be if Balan Wonderworld was in that fucking Adam Curtis? suddenly uh, a, a mysterious figure in a cloak uh, brushed with black appeared. Something very bad had happened. I mean, that wouldn't be that out of question, given some of the, the weird <laughs> bullshit in that. But man, oh man, Balan Wonderworld. Uh, uh, I think I trust Balan more than like a who's a leftist philosopher. People are always telling me to read. Uh, uh, Deleuze. Yeah, that one. Deluser, more like. Get out hey, of here. Yeah, right. Hey, Foucault. How do you pronounce it again? Foucault. Foucault, but that's good. Foucault, enough, yeah. Foucault, fuck off. We're like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm in prison all the time. I'm in prison all the time. You're always in prison. Yeah, I get it. Come up Shut with a different up. idea. You look like the Corona listener guy, Michel Foucault. Get out of here. <laughs> it's true. Hey, angles. Hey, here's an angle for you. A nine, uh, uh, a vertical uh, uh, uppercut, ninety degree angle punch. In your uh, here, now. hey, angles. Here's an here's an angle for you. It's three hundred and sixty degrees. I'm turning and walking away. <laughs> Fuck. Get his ass. Get his ass, angles. He's just a <laughs> fuck uh, him up, Socrates. He's fine. Angles is fine. <laughs> we like those guys. I like that guy. You know, don't trust any of the French. Don't trust any of the French philosophers because they are. Uh, there's all sex criminals, but still. Sartre, oh, yeah. well, even Sartre? Yeah. Pretty sure. I know Foucault was. Sartre mm-hmm. was kind of a sex pest in Neurotopina, so I'm going to have to say. <laughs> That's the guy. That's the guy. And, Engel, and <laughs> Engels, the and Engels yeah. is that big giant robot that you talk to. The big, like, uh, oil <laughs> tanker. How one. do you think I know his name? That's not true. I knew it. <laughs> Honestly, Russ, a lot of people probably learned the names of most of these things from. Uh, what the? You know what? I, I'm, I can't wait for a new generation of people to learn about Bob Avakian from reading Die Dark. <laughs> <laughs> that still rules. Okay. The, the classic Madagascar Penguins character from Die Dark. Um, you saw that shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> Where, yeah, you sent it to me. It blew my mind. That shit rules. What is this? Um, Q Hayashida, the, the author of Doro Hodoro and Die Dark, said that uh, she yeah. based the main characters of Die Dark off the Penguins of Madagascar. Holy shit. That's incredible. Yeah, it rules. <laughs> I need it to rules read Die so Dark. Because it's just like four people and they're like, yeah, they're like goofy f- comedy. Uh, here it is. See, it is. You know, you know that like the the jet. OK, American comics is it's all sickos, mostly sickos. Most we're all like I watched all I binged all five seasons of the Westworld and it changed my life, <laughs> you know, and then. Versus like Japanese creators are always like, yeah, uh, oh god, who's the what's the chainsaw guy, chainsaw man guy's name again? Uh, forget, I forget the I, chainsaw guy. Hmm. Uh, wait, I have a copy of Chainsaw Man in my room. Give me a moment. Oh, uh, Fujimoto, Fujimoto, Fujimoto's life was fundamentally changed when a woman knocked over his bike and then laughed at his face about it. Like that, that's what created that man, and that's why uh, that's why manga is superior. 
It's true. Yeah, that's incredibly relatable. <laughs> well, so this this thing from from uh, Q Hayashida says, that's right. There was a memo in the storybook saying four people are together, and I wanted to draw a team of four people. It also comes from the American comedy anime, such as the Penguins of Madagascar, which depicts four penguins. So that's why there's four characters. This <laughs> is because they just really love the American comedy anime, <laughs> the Penguins from Madagascar. It's true. That's beautiful. That's really, you know, like... Like like the mixing of cultures, that's really what America's about, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's played, what it's I, about. I played Metal Gear Solid Five. It's like a salad bowl or whatever Skullface said. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's the idea. The Skullface is just like it's. A, <laughs> he's talking about the melting pot and stuff, not talking about like it's like American culture is poisoned. Every English language is a, is a parasite. And he's like, it's a melting pot. <laughs> <laughs> There's be politics funny. in a Metal Gear game. It would be funny to just imagine like a, a weird lib skull face. He still, <laughs> still has Alan, all the same Alan, goals. I told you, stop making up guys and getting mad about them. <laughs> Alan, it's a bad habit. I love. I just love imagining just taking uh, taking an existing idea and just adding a little dark twist because I'm just a twisted psychopath like that. So yeah, that's true. really good. Yeah. Um, I've got I've got a bit. Um, here's um. Here's here's my whole thing. Uh, Skullface uh, did did a thing because he likes Hamilton. So you have to you have to rap like Hamilton, or else you get hit by the uh, the the throat parasite. There we go. That was oh, that, was my that would be cool. Is if he made everybody cool. do socially conscious raps instead yeah. of speaking English. Yeah, well, absolutely. I get freaking roasted whenever I talk shit about um uh whatever. What is it? Hamilton? <laughs> I like totally drained out of my brain for a sec. Uh, <laughs> so I'm basically Big Boss. <laughs> I'm kind of forming yeah, your big boss. I'm kind of forming my own paramilitary nation outside of Hamilton fans. If if that happened, I would become quiet. I would never speak again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, dude. I would just I would just never speak again. That's simple. Um, speaking of what's simple, uh, pizza pie. I don't know. I was going to go with like a, a Kingdom Hearts thing, but that didn't really fit with pizza. Hey, you know, pizza pie, you know, you know what they say? It's it's flour, yeast, salt and water. You know what I mean? I actually had a simple. Well, I actually had a simple pie from Blaze this week, which is what they call their cheese pie. But uh, oh. B, since you're the guest, what, what what kind of pizza have you had recently? I this week I tried to order a pizza. I I went to Malawi's, which is a I, I think I believe it's a chain. Um a pizza place near my work. And I was like, damn, I love a pizza. And I know I'm going to be on like a fun pizza podcast. So I got to, I got to kind of knock it out of the park. I got to get a, I got to get a cool pizza. I got to get a fun pizza. Um, so from Malawi's, what I ordered was um, a Thai peanut chicken pizza. Whoa. Yeah. I thought it was going to be amazing. And you know what? It did taste good, but I've got, I've got some photographic evidence here that suggests that this was not a pizza at all. What? It, it really was not. It was it was literally pad thai ingredients like in a box next to a flatbread. Wait, what the what? fuck? What the fuck? I'm 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 posting these I'm posting these photographs. Yeah, post this give shit. Me, give me a moment. This I'm is like the elucidate. time I tried to get a sushi pizza once. And they just gave me like a weird a weird little flatbread or like flat rice cracker with like uh, some some sashimi piled on top. That's so that bad. is exactly that's basically what happened. That's wild. So, yeah, there's there's this photograph that is that is uploaded to the chat as we speak, and it's <laughs> <interesting>. <laughs> look at that shit. 
That's some very left left beef energy. It's literally just none pizza. There's like pad thai sauce and chicken on it, and then they give you a little packet, like a little like a little cardboard box filled with uh, accoutrements. And like, if you look at the flatbread down here, it's got a, like a crispy bottom. I, I I'm sending a picture now. It's got a crispy bottom. It's got you know those little black spots that you know it's like really well cooked and like a really like yeah wood fire really hot yeah. stone oven. Yeah, absolutely. And then you just sort of pile a bunch of fucking lettuce on it and bite into it. And it's just it's just like you're eating an open face sandwich. This is kind of like the the taco pizza from from Pizza Mind that I'm always talking about that is that has like on the side a little styrofoam container full of shredded lettuce and, and crumbled up tortilla chips that you can put on yeah. top of the pizza. But this just seems like they gave you like a big old salad to dump on top. Yeah, this exactly. is so fun. It, 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 what it conjures in my mind, we all know the famous cookie pizza or some some places called the paizuki yes <laughs> it's like if you got a if you ordered a cookie pizza and it showed up and it was just a pizza dough and then like a thing of chocolate chip cookies that you put on top of it it's so <laughs> exactly. fucked up i'm not it's i'm so not opposed weird. to the to the rationale though because like i understand why they wouldn't want to put lettuce on the pizza in the box because it'll wilt but yeah i would question them why why are you making a thai pizza where the main ingredient seems to be like lettuce <laughs> exactly and there were there were peanuts on it but you know like um they were literally just like whole peanuts like they were shelled but they were just like they didn't like whole grind peanuts. it up into the saucer they didn't yeah absolutely not no it was just it was just like whole like like peanut halves just like all over the place and you really you can't get a good like spread on those it's really interesting i mean it was like tasty and i ate half of it at work and then i like had an edible at home and then at like midnight, I just ate the rest of it cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, it was good, not a pizza. So I, I failed you and I apologize. No, no, no. This is, this is a failure of the restaurant. I'm, you did, you did your, your, uh, your, your due diligence as a pizza journalist here. I would have ordered this pizza too. And I would have been similarly confused by what this is. I'm glad that it tasted good for the most part though. Yeah. Sometimes one of these weird novelty pizzas, you get it and you're like, uh, I mean, it tastes good, but it's also usually it's like too much fun for a couple bites. Yeah. And then it's, you're like, yeah. well, it's over. Yeah. Usually with something like this, like there's pizza mind is that I always talk about. There's they have a, something called like the big wheel. And that's like a Big Mac <laughs> themed pizza. Like it's like got Thousand Island sauce and shit like that and pickles mm-hmm. and like beef on it. And I've always wanted to order it, but it's like, I'm not going to eat that whole thing. I know I'm not going to eat yeah. that whole thing. I just want like a slice of it. Maybe if you were having like friends over or like a get together, you could like let's let's just add this on top of our pepperoni. Yeah, everybody can so get we, one slice or one or two slices of this, and it's not going to be crazy. Like everybody's going to try it, but like but that if doesn't it's just really me, work in the world that we are in right now. I might have to get a small. Yeah. I might have to get which a small. I don't have any friends. I don't have any friends. Which is the world <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> That's just your life generally, Russ. Like yeah. that, it's not pandemic or anything. But yeah, but I feel like they should make like little sampler. When you have a weird pizza like this, I would rather it be like blazed or personal pan pizza sized or something. Cause like, right. yeah, that's too wild of an idea. I like that they're pushing the boundaries like that, I suppose, but they probably need to take that one back to the drawing board. Should I, should yeah. we transition to me, Alan? Cause I, I probably have had the most famous. Yeah, this you should is probably the most famous novelty pizza, I think. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think it's, like, uh, it's the biggest one that's currently out right now. Right. I can't think of a bigger novelty pizza ever. Like, I, I can't think. Uh, I had the Little Caesars pretzel pizza again. Mm-hmm. Um, for the first time, it was gone for two years. 
Yes. I remember eating it that first time. And the last time I had it, did we did we eat it together, Alan, or did we just get no, it around the same um, time? This yeah. happened because it, it was around two years ago. It was around uh, Super Bowl season. And I remember because I didn't order it, but my dad did. And I went upstairs and like grabbed a slice of this pizza. and was like, what the fuck is this? This has like Velveeta on it. Like, what's going <laughs> on? Uh, B, have you ever tried the uh, have you tried the Little Caesars pretzel pizza? I have not. This sounds incredible. Is it like good? Well, okay, so I would say uh, no. Uh, uh, okay, the, we had it back in the day, and me and Alan both agreed it was bad back then. You liked However, it better than me. I was repulsed by it. You were repulsed <laughs> by it. I kind of liked it. I like the I like the energy. I, however, did yeah. not did not like. I didn't love the execution. It has gotten better. Okay, so to establish for people who don't know, it's a pretzel crust, which is a. I think I read on the internet it's just a Little Caesars crust, but it's brushed with a chemical or something. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I think it might be baked at a higher temp, and it has a cheese sauce, which the one that me and Alan had was much thicker and saltier. Now it has, they've thinned it, and it's a little bit more cheddar-y. It's less Velveeta-y. Mm, then it's okay. topped with the standard mozzarella, and then pepperoni or not pepperoni. They've also included stuffed crust, so I went all out. I got the stuffed crust, pepperoni, uh, pretzel crust, and I enjoyed it. I I thought it was good. I didn't. Um, I like it as a novelty, and I probably would get it again the next time it comes around because it's like a fun thing to try. Mm. However, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "This is the greatest pizza I've ever had in my fucking life," like. You know, I was listening to another podcast talk about it, and they were having people call in and talk about the pretzel pizza. Yes, why I don't know. we do? Why don't we do that? I have been yeah. seriously thinking about doing a call-in show, but then I don't want to get embarrassed by nobody calling in. That's but, what's going to happen, well, or it's just going to be like, "What kind of topping will Sonic get on his pizza?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yes. But anyway, uh, where was I going with this? Uh. They compared it to a um, grilled cheese sandwich in pizza form. Like, it tastes like grilled cheese. And I agree with that to an extent, but also at the same time, I'd prefer a higher quality cheese in my... I like That's what I like about, um, uh, like, a really good grilled cheese sandwich is you can go out on the decadence of your cheese because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not using any meats and such. And this, it's still, like, a little Velveeta in me, but it's... It, it's a lot better. It's better. I think, Alan, if you had it now, you would just be like, uh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think you'd love it. The actual pizza crust, I'm totally on board with. Because I actually kind of like the stuffed crust at Little Caesars. I don't think it's bad. And so far, when they've got, like, weird with the crust before, I've liked that. But that cheese sauce, I, I'm i really, like, sensitive to artificial cheese. Like, it, it, yeah. it, like, it will, like, there's something in there. Like, if I, I can taste, like, the plastic in it. And it's it's bad. Um, but I will say that if you I order through the app, if you do order through the app, it does feature. It's like you get the, you can have it. You know they have standard stuffed crust and then um, red sauce. So oh, that's they, the one I want. They do yeah. have pretzel crust with red sauce on on the menu, like ready to go. Oh, perfect. So, that, that, if I knew that, I probably like would have got one. Do. Yeah. 
Well, in classic Hogcast fashion, this is more analytical. This is more a discussion because it's over. You can't get it anymore. It's done. Oh. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Yeah, I mean, See, it's almost like the, the premise of our podcast of reviewing food that we ate at some point that nobody can get anymore because it was an individual <laughs> thing in the past. Um, but it's it's like reviews of theater, you know. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's the discussion. Alan Wonderworld, yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah, it's like Alan Wonderworld. Um, and then when Ballad Wonderworld gets exposed as like a weird laundering scheme, we'll be the only ones anybody ever talked about it. I've so, got a radical know. idea here, Russ. What? Here's what I think the, the pretzel pizza should have been. Normal red sauce pizza. Maybe even like a white sauce. I don't fucking care. Just make it a normal pizza sauce. On the side, give me a little cup of cheese to dip the crust in. Wow. Ooh. Because you dip pretzels in cheese or something like that, right? And it's just like, yeah. that's the part I actually want the cheese on is the crust. That's just like a big hard piece of bread. I don't want it like on the rest of the pizza. No, give that makes in, sense. Give me a dipping sauce. I cannot mm-hmm. argue with that logic. It's that sound. It's sound. Now, of course, if the pizza, if the cheese is good and they put it all over the pizza, then everybody likes it. But uh, cheese, I feel like it's going to be kind of divisive. But maybe people just love that shit. I don't know. Maybe it's a big, maybe it's a big seller for them. People just love that Velveeta. It just seems like a, like a method for them to like offload all of the various types of cheeses they have in their inventory. I feel like this has to be like, a different kind of cheese than they normally have because I feel like they don't get yeah. they don't get too wild with it like Pizza Hut does where Pizza Hut has like 50 different cheeses and crust toppers you can get. Uh, I, feel like, yeah. I will say I listened to that podcast I was talking about earlier. They had somebody who used to work at Little Caesars call in and they did explain that it actually didn't take up much space and they just it was just a giant nacho cheese bag next to the oh. red sauce bag. That's exactly what I imagined. And and the crust is just the Little Caesars crust, but as I said earlier, it's just they lather a chemical on it. I like that. Is, um, as somebody who made pretzel bread recently, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it is fucked up with pretzel. Like I didn't I didn't know how you make pretzel, but it is. It, do you know how you make pretzel? I do because I have the stupidest reason for why this happened. <laughs> in fourth grade, in fourth grade, we were learning about the Middle Ages, and for whatever reason. We learned about Benedictine monks that invented that pretzels, rocks. and we all we all we all cooked pretzels. Um, and so, you dipped them in lye, German stuff. Yeah, we <laughs> no, so we covered them in like salt, but like I don't think we um, dipped them in lye. Unfortunately, I, I made mine with ba- like a boiling water and baking soda, but it is fucked up. Yeah, weird it's fucked weird. up bread. Also, I don't think our pretzels were real pretzels because I'm pretty sure we didn't do the baking soda step. I'm pretty sure they just like <laughs> uh, got some like dough and then brushed it with butter and put sea salt on it. What the? Listen, what I wouldn't. Fuck? I wouldn't complain. Yeah, it's fine. It's like it's dough. Like everybody loves dough. Speaking of which, as, as the local yeast freak, I I appreciate that, and I appreciate where you're going to transition to, Alan. Speaking of which, <laughs> it's a it's the beginning of a new uh, sub segment here. Oh wait, fuck! That's not the right one. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Oh, it's Dr. Pizza Stone. <laughs> Holy shit. It's Dr. Pizza Stone. <laughs> oh my god, the yeast freak meets Dr. Pizza Stone. What's up, Dr. Pizza Stone? Um, I've I finally I've had this pizza stone sitting in my kitchen for a while, but I finally uh, after seeing all of Russ's pies, I decided to dabble in my own homemade pies. And I gotta say, I had the pie I made was not so great. Um, not for a fault of the crust, though. But and the sauce was pretty good too. But I think getting that cheese right is such a hard thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I, 
I, I, I think Russ and I both co- like uh, coincidentally came up with the, the, the same brand flower of King Arthur flower. Um, and I something that I think I might have done with my dough that I don't think you did is I, I added a little bit of I got two different kinds. I've got the normal general purpose flour and then I've also got the bread flour. Did you right. do that, Russ? I've only ever just kept the bread flour. Oh, so you went all bread flour and didn't use any of the general purpose. No, I just I just focused the bread flour. Interesting. I went like I went like 50 50 between the two, and I think it was a pretty good mix. Um, it was maybe. And again, I think this might be partially like maybe I'm just not able to get good enough temperatures in my in my little convection oven and stuff. I think I'm going to have to take this outside and put it on the grill, like put put the pizza stone. So to backtrack. I bought like a little convection, like air fryer toaster oven, like a Cuisinart thingy um, last fall. And I it has a pizza stone in it, which I use to reheat frozen pizzas every now and then um, just because it works pretty well. And that you, you let the stone preheat in the oven for a while to get like to get up to temperature and then you put the pizza on it. Um, and that usually works pretty well. It gets a good crispness on the crust. What I think is the problem is that I went with like fresh mozzarella, like the like the kind that comes in like a wet lump that's in a little bag or whatever. Right. Like, which I hadn't had fresh mozzarella maybe ever before. So I'm like, what the fuck? This shit's good as hell. Um, yeah, yeah, it is good. It felt like a real JoJo's part four moment. When I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you then did scratch your face and then all the skin came off. Yeah, all the skin all came off. And then I'm like, off. whoa. Um, it would not surprise me if there's some sort of little stand guy, like a little tomato man in there. Um, but I and that cheese was good. But I think the problem is that I put it on the pizza and it, it was a little bit too soupy. Um, and then the first time around, I think I made have might have put a little bit too much sauce on there. So the first one I had, it looked OK, but it was it was just too soupy for me. And the the thing is that the oven didn't get hot enough to really get the crust like that good char that I want um, without burning the cheese. So you really need to get it like super duper hot. And the only way to do that is either to cook your pizza on a grill or to go get like a wood fired pizza oven. Um, if I were to do it in like maybe like a, I might have to, I might do the, the fucking Dutch oven pizza that you've been doing, Russ, because that does seem like a good method. Um, it works for me. I might try that. I might try that like a Dutch oven or, or a casserole you have a dish Dutch or something. Oven? I love my Dutch oven. Dutch ovens are good. Um, the feelings on Dutch ovens or the Dutch in they're... general. I mean, the Dutch, I don't trust them, but oh, Dutch my. ovens, I mean, it's just like a very, it's sort of just like a big, like a big cast iron pot, right? Right, basically. Usually, sometimes That's enamel good. enamel covered or something, but yeah. Mine's Ooh. enamel covered. I got like the cheapest one you could get on Amazon that was, uh, back when, you know, Amazon was like, to buy from instead of, uh. Back before, yeah. back before they were uh, they were like doing deep fake people accounts to uh, to talk about to talk about how they don't actually pee in bottles. Thank before you. I I met the woman of my dreams and found out she was an Amazon an Amazon. <laughs> before you found out that that uh, that was one of the dude perfect guys. No, yeah. I can't no! believe they used one of the dude perfect guys photos for one of their stupid robot accounts. That's that crazy. Oh my god. And no! and there was that. B, did you see the lady that was like uh, that was like a CGI composite of like is one of those this person does not exist photos. Oh, yes. Where she had like two different pairs of glasses and they were like melding together <laughs> across her face. It is funny that it was like, do you recognize this woman? Yeah. <laughs> so what, it's so what wild. Is, what is the theory? Like, do you think they like have people like on salary doing this? Do you think they're paying them hourly? Or do you think this is like Amazon has like a Mechanical Turk uh, platform? It would call it the Mechanical Turk platform where they just like 
they fake automation by just like hiring people at very low like prices mm-hmm. to to do very repetitive work. Do you think that agents have like a like a like a I don't think like they would trust like us to I don't think they would trust that to the mechanical turks cuz that could be abused very easily cuz somebody yeah. could just take take control of the account and like post some wild shit which <laughs> if it is the case I would love to do. I think what it what it is probably is it's not somebody like super high up but this is like there must be a tier of employee at at Amazon that's like they're very lucky that they are not one of the warehouse slaves that that are peeing yeah. in bottles and stuff but they're instead they're just like chained to a cubicle somewhere and they're like um reviewing like social media posts and like probably like posting about deals and like editing like copy and stuff like that that's probably who's writing this sh- this bullshit oh that's that's dire it's not good it's not good it they're definitely so like the weird thing with like I, I only know this because I listened to the most recent episode of Choppa where they talked about this, but they <laughs> they they were talking about how even in like the corporate level for Amazon, they are still completely like insane and have like everything algorithm driven to where like yeah. you're supposed to answer an email within five minutes at no matter what time of day it comes in. And like if you don't, then like the algorithm will see it and they will like make a note on your you know, your permanent record or some shit oh like my that. God. So it is. Uh, hey, speaking of Foucault. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it is. You're just living in a weird panopticon. Uh, and uh, no matter what level of the thing you are, unless you're at the very, very top, I assume. Um, yeah. So this is probably some middle person. Um, they but are just completely the top, making shit You up. have to make so many hard decisions. You have to. Yeah. You, have to you have to. You have to DM your um, your mistress, like saying, like, <laughs> I, I would love to see your vagina or something like that. You have to. I love you alive, girl. Yeah, I love you, you to- alive, girl. That's the best that's my fucking that's my that's my that's my cellar door that's that is your love great. language alan that's all you want that's, that's all you all, want from somebody that's all i that is all i message i message women i love you alive girl which that's sucks so because most uh, of the people i'm trying to hit on look like rob zombie living dead girl. <laughs> um it's such a shame but yeah um anyway. trying to get married to the corpse bride here a life girl is um Whenever someone isn't a VTuber, that's what I that's how I refer to them. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. God damn it. Is Date Alive? Is that what that is that what isn't Date Alive a thing? Is that a, Date the Jeff Alive's Bezos? an anime? Is that the Jeff Bezos anime? Uh I wish it was. No, it's just a It's just another one of those like you have to date this girl or the world will end thing. I don't know. <laughs> oh the oh you mean the 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 fantasy that every ten year old boy has? Yeah. Right, like the, you... the girl I like has to date me, or else the world or and I hate. <laughs> and I get to be, and I get to be like, and I get to be like, well, I guess so. Um, what a great anime! Anime is great. Speaking of anime, good, anime's good. speaking of things that are good, I cannot wait for this episode of Wonder Egg that that just dropped thirty minutes ago. I'm going to be traumatized. But speaking of things that are good and probably will traumatize me, unfortunately, Pizza Hut. They've traumatized me in the past. Pizza Hut has. Um, they're Pizzone specifically ugh. um pizza Hut is doubling down on the popularity of the drive-thru um mm-hmm. with a new digital focused version opening at 1500 restaurants with more to come <sighs> this is troubling um let me share this picture in the chat um yeah they have introduced something they are now calling the hut lane what the hut lane oh my god i mean this is this what, is very isn't weird. Isn't that to me. the the brute to the freaking Sarlacc pit? <laughs> uh, I think that's that's, a, that's an episode of, of of the Clone Wars. I think the Hut Lane. 
Um, oh my the, God. the pizza chain introduced a new pickup window called the hut lane. I don't know how this differs. It says it offers convenience and speed without customers ever having to park their cars. Isn't that how normal drive throughs work? That you don't really... They just, they fire it out of like a, like a Frisbee launcher. That's the only right, thing right, I'm right. assuming is that like, this it's is like very a, fast. Like it's... It's like that one, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What was the name of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van that shot pizzas? Oh, I know which one you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of the van. The I Shell think... one? I had that, I had that little shitty toy. <laughs> I had a lot of those little shitty toys. Um, it, it was the first pizza, by the way, it was the first national pizza chain to offer contactless curbside pickup. Um... What I'm assuming this is, is just like a really fast, like, um, what's that? What's that stupid game that you play? That's like uh, Diner Dash or whatever. I'm assuming right. it's just like some they've got like somebody on there on Diner Dash mode. That is like as soon as a car pulls up, they just like push a push a pizza out the window and like, go, 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 go. Like they just Get don't the let fuck yeah. out of here. like they don't let anybody they, stop. Yeah, they, they roll them up and they put them in like the pneumatic tubes that you use at the bank. That's cool. That's a good question. I have a question for y'all. If if the service was good enough at a place, would you be fine if somebody tell you telling you to get the fuck out of here? Oh yeah, get, get me the fuck. Keep moving. Like if somebody if you like got through a McDonald's fast food drive through fast enough, would you? And they told you to fuck off. Here's your sandwich and fuck off. You'd be okay with it, right? Well, that's the soup Nazi uh, promise. <laughs> yeah, that's just the vibe of like half of bodegas in in New York City. Nice. Yeah. Ooh, New York. Ooh. Oh, and- New York. Oh. I I so want to buy a bag of Skittles at 9 p.m., but I can't because I don't live in New York City. Damn it. <laughs> I, ha- I simply do not have anywhere I can buy uh, a chopped cheese sandwich or 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 like a, a shitty hot dog that's been sitting on rollers. Where will I go? Uh, I'll, I have to make. T- at home i can't buy a 99 cent can of it in arizona i've only heard legends pre-told oh Man. i'm so jealous <laughs> uh i can't i can't go buy like three bananas at a bodega like andrew yang <laughs> yeah. that shit oh, rules, where he was like he's Did, like oh should i take one of the bananas off the no let me just take the whole bunch uh, that um, shit rules. He's going to become. Did you hear that he took those bananas and instead of eating them, he was going to make them into banana bread, but decided to make a banana NFT instead. I'm so. There will be a food. What? There will be a food NFT at some point. That was a that joke. Was he a did ju- not do that. that, was- that <laughs> I would believe it if he did. But <laughs> there's going to be a food be so- NFT. <laughs> there has to be. I within our lifetimes, and by that I mean five years. Within the next five years, there's going to be like turn your leftovers into an NFT. <laughs> It will become well, like all food. Really, it, it's not fungible. Like you can't, you can't interchange like one Dorito for another. That's true. It's a unique item. Might, yeah, one of them might have like way more seasoning, or like ooh, like you know when you open up a bag of Doritos sometimes, and like especially with like the the really like hidden flavors, they kind of have like this whole like thumb sized nugget of seasoning just like sitting sitting at the bottom. That that shit's disturbing to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, they keep salad up at night. That's a non-fungible token. That's what that looks one like. One time I got one of those one of those little fungible uh, fungible nugs in my bag of uh, of tortilla chips. I had like a Ooh. it was like a blackened lump at the bottom of the Fuck, of the bag and it was I I cracked it open like a geode, like fucking germa. <laughs> uh, I think one of the most excited things I could ever get was getting one of those uh non-fungible chunklets of a of a in a, a bag of cinnamon toast crunch that was like this oh, oh, oh yeah that, that panned out really great for you <laughs> <laughs> that was hot shit me and wendell were were fucking vibing on that one mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then people found out about your great rap career oh my god and how you're married like, to topanga <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even i listen 
I can't. I, I'm, I didn't I can't even b- make that connection. I just remembered being a kid and being so excited to get one of those cinnamon chunks and cinnamon toast crunch. You said cinnamon toast crunch, so I specifically, forever. I specifically thought you were talking about shrimp, man. No, I didn't even. I just was flashing <laughs> back to childhood. I was feeling joy for one second in my life, and then shrimp man ruined it again. He had to have planned. First of all, okay, shrimp man, that's a false flag, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I do want to say that people were. Um, People were going off on about like the cinnamon toast crunch man got canceled, and for like a day and a half, I thought they were talking about Wendell the Baker. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Wendell the Baker got canceled. <laughs> oh, He's an old man; he said some w- shit. Wendell the Baker could have said some real fucked up shit. And his his two friends remember how there were three bakers before Wendell, but I think they were just known as the three bakers. They mm-hmm. ki- they cut two of them off. I bet they were racist too. I bet <laughs> it was an Opie and Anthony situation where like. Anthony was really Anthony. What was his name again? Kumia. Anthony Kumia was really racist, so they kicked him off. But then Opie was less racist, but wound up getting kicked off anyway too. Um. Yeah, that's, that's what happened it. with Wendell the Baker. You know, it's weird that we got that guy that he got canceled, but then Cinnamon got uncanceled within the same week. <laughs> yeah. Somebody found out that Cinnamon was a real Jamaican man and not just a guy doing a Chet Hanks voice. Uh, <laughs> like nobody knew who the voice of cinema somebody dug up the voice of cinema because they're like we, nobody knows who the it's not written down anywhere he wasn't credited and then they found it and it was just like a jamaican voice actor it's like oh thank god i, I can still yeah. like cinema um <laughs> i've got a, i've got i've got some crime news here main man accused of tampering with pizza dough indicted on federal charges what the hell the main man accused of putting a razor blade and screw into a pizza dough at Hannaford stores has been indicted on multiple federal charges. A grand jury this week indicted Nicholas R. Mitchell, 38, on two charges of tampering with a consumer product. He was OK. This is wild. I didn't know the date. He was accused of putting a screw into pizza dough on September 11th, 2020 Fuck and, a, shit. and a razor blade into the dough on October 5th. Oh, these are two separate incidents. I just I didn't know. Oh. I, I just skimmed this earlier. He was arrested in October after police in Sacco, Sanford, and Dover, New Hampshire. I don't know what that is. It's Sanford. Sacco, Sanford. Uh, began, I guess, wait, is this like police departments in four different towns? Uh, began investigating reports that customers had found razor blades and metal fragments in Portland Pie Company pizza dough sold at Hannaford supermarkets. He was initially charged with reckless conduct with a dangerous weapon with violating the conditions of his release, which prohibited him from engaging in new criminal conduct or possessing dangerous weapons, including razor blades. Um, So he's out on parole and he's like, you you can't touch razor blades. We know how much you love them. Um, And he he bought some and put them in pizza. Nobody got injured or sick from that. After the contaminated dough was found, they issued a product recall for the Portland pie dough and cheese products sold at 184 stores in New York Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Um, this was later expanded to Shaw's and Star Market stores in five states. Shit, that's a lot of that's they recalled do a you, shit ton. Do you think if this happened five years ago, some Tumblr blog would be like, "This is actually good"? Yeah, I, there's a fandom I, for this. <laughs> yeah, it's actually I, anti-capitalist to throw food, throw metal into people's food. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put the cart before the horse here, but this is. Um, I mean, we, we were talking about strange pizzas earlier. Like, what if this is just like a new attempt at toppings? I mean, uh, like, okay. Like, like the Tetsuo, the Iron Man pie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, of becoming Iron the Man, metal fetishist, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, like like Tetsuya, the the Iron Man, as, as he was depicted in the, in the Marvel universe, would say that it's uh, better to ask for uh, forgiveness than permission. Epic, so he was right. really just sort of jumping, like jumping ahead of the ahead of the line there. It's true. Um, the surveillance video showed a man wearing a black face mask, red shirt, sneakers, and jeans enter the store and manipulate the dough balls close to his body before placing them back on the display. The person on the video left the store without making a purchase and went to a silver Toyota Camry that had a mismatched front fender. Man, they're getting really detailed on this. Um, Mitchell, who told the police he'd been living out of his car, had been fired from his job as, as a forklift operator for It'll Be Pizza, the Scarborough company that produces the fresh dough under the Portland Pie label. So he has a grievance with this company. This is this is this is sabotage now. That's cool. Um, I, yeah, I've turned Sabotage around on this guy. Um, I don't like him damaging pizza, um, but him. I don't know. I, I am all down for uh, for uh, for sabotaging your your abusive workplace. But this I do. This seems like I, you're just going to be feeding like some kids some razor blades, which is right, not right, good. Right. That's bad. I was just going to say, I wish that I think it would have been more fun if he literally committed sabotage and put a Dutch shoe mm-hmm. in the pizza. <laughs> a Dutch clog. <laughs> Yes. Like, uh, isn't that what a sabo is? Well, I think that's what the original sabo was. A sabo is right. also the thing they put on bullets when they put them in like a like a, a gun chamber that's too big. They can put like this little foam thingy around it or something. Right, right. I think right. that's yeah. yeah. I learned that from Mythbusters. Um, after Mitchell was let go, It'll Be Pizza received more than 100 harassing phone calls in which the caller would open the line and then not say anything. Ooh, harassing. Um... Then they determined that the calls belonged to him and that the number was his number. I don't know why their information technology department took that long to determine that. It seems pretty obvious <laughs> that this guy we just fired keeps calling us um, and he doesn't say anything. So that's pretty normal. I think if this guy called us, we could have found a way to get revenge against the pizza company without uh, endangering the public or going to jail. Right. Yeah. Um. That is weird. This does remind me of that. Remember that thing I told you about, uh, Russ, about the the uh, the Pocky company in Japan that like there was some guy that uh, tried to blackmail them and like put put fucking cyanide in, in yeah, some of the candy. Yeah, that was nuts. What? Oh, this is this is weird. Uh, hold on. It is the monster with 21 faces, I think is the name. Oh, yes. That, OK, did I, you get I've that from an thought. Adam Curtis documentary or did it just happen it, around the it, same time? It, it, it popped up in my uh, in my YouTube recommendations. Um, yeah, this is the Gilko, the Glico Morinaga case in Japan, in 1984. Uh, mm-hmm. The monster, the monster with 21 faces, uh, which I think is a reference to what's the what's that reference from? I think it might be like a Detective Conan thing or something. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Oh, Edagawa Rompo's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's it's. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, the Boy Detective Club guy, um, which isn't Conan, <laughs> but similar. Um, but yeah. So the the guy that uh, that like uh, that said he was like poisoning like candy across the company, uh, across the country, and then it didn't end until the chief of police uh, lit him like did he let himself on fire or just kill himself some other way. Um, no, you told. I remember. I think he lit he himself lit on himself. fire. He lit himself on yeah. fire. It seemed like he Holy just did this shit. to. He seemed like he did this. Like he had. All, I've got all of his letters. If you like, look up "monster with twenty one faces" on Wikipedia, 
they have a bunch of his letters and all of them were just like, you stupid cops, what's wrong with you? We give you all this money and you can't even solve this crime. I'm giving you the answers, Mr. Police. I gave you all the clues. <laughs> it's literally a Mr. Police. The police to police fools. You shouldn't lie. If you lie, you steal. I sent this to Koshien police. Why are you lying? Don't hide things. Why are you complaining? You guys are having such a hard time, so I'll give you a hint. I entered the factory from a side staff entrance. The typewriter we use is pan writer. The plastic container was a piece of street garbage. Monster with 21 faces. Like that owns. <laughs> that shit owns. <laughs> they rock so hard. Critical support. Yeah. <clears throat> never caught the guy. Never never caught the guy or multiple people or whoever. Uh, so who knows? It seems like they were, that actually, it, honestly, personally, probably what happened is this is some sort of like um, either somebody that just hates well they were targeting these candy companies so it must be somebody who used to like work with them or got screwed over by the candy company guy or something because like he kidnapped the head of the company at one point and then like i don't know but anyway he made a cop kill himself so like pretty good um yeah that's 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 direct action baby um (laughs) okay uh oh here we go one last story for pizza two pizza restaurants have uh have put aside their differences to help each other in these trying times. Oh my God. It's like little Italy. My favorite movie It is exactly like little Italy. Um, Castle rock, Colorado, um, Castle rock customers looking for organic locally sourced pizza. Uh, the owners describe as a little weird might find themselves ordering from two, one, two pizza company, uh, pizza lovers craving Chicago style might call Grinelli's. Um, let's see. Uh, we're both mom and pop shops just trying to get by, said Robin Crooks, who owns two, uh, 212 Pizza. After learning one of their employees tested positive for COVID-19, they announced that they would voluntarily close their pizza shop for 10 days. Uh, let's see, we're 36 team members, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what that means for business, they said it would cost them about $30,000 to shut down for 10 days. Jesus. Um, but they came up with a solution for some of that. Oh, also... Uh, they already have, even without business, they're still responsible for rent bills and the food they already ordered. So they are ordered all this food for like the week or whatever. And they're like, this is just going to go bad. Um, but then they came up with a solution who in Castle Rock has food similar to ours. You know, our competitor does let's support them. Com- competition is only fun when we're both functioning. Um, so they gave the extra food to the pizza company, to the other pizza place. Um, and, Grinelli's is donating their proceeds to back to the company. Uh, so Aww. they gave them a bunch of pizza. I guess they just gave the guys like, here's a bunch of dough and sauce and cheese and stuff. And they're like, thank you. We are going to give you some of our proceeds. Um, that's cool. Uh, that's mutualism. Yeah, that is mutualism. It uh, makes me wonder, like, man, it sure would be nice if the government did some of this. But uh, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it is it is mutual. It is mutual aid. Yeah. From one business to another. So, but still. Yeah. But this, here's the problem. So it's, it's the, the sort of weird, the sort of fun and funky fresh company, uh, giving their like, to the Chicago like, ones toppings and stuff to the Chicago ones. So like, what if they just like, so the Chicago pizza place is going to get just like, oh yeah, here's like a five gallon drum of olives or, or whatever. Here's my Thai that noodles pizza, that you can right? put on your yeah. fucking soupy pizza. <laughs> yeah. Like what is like, what are we going to, what, do you, what are they going to do with that? Are they just going to like pivot to bread bowls for a little bit with some of those toppings? Like if they if they go wild with it, like I think that if, if it was know. a long term thing, I bet they'd get freaky with it. I bet they would like they yeah. would like put some weird shit in the in the Chicago pies. But I feel like it's probably since it's just a week's worth, they're like, eh, we're just not going to use some of the gross stuff that they put on their pizzas. We're not going to put the anchovies in these or whatever the fuck. 
Um, yeah, or like the caviar or whatever they have. Yeah, absolutely. Has anybody put caviar on a pizza? That has to be a thing, right? That's That has to be an episode of Frasier. <laughs> I think that's probably an episode of um, of like that, that Two Chain series where he does all the most I expensive shit. I was just <laughs> thinking about that and I was like, I cannot bring that up because nobody will know what that is. No, I, I know. Like most expensivist. Years. That shit rules. I saw the one where he smoked like a, like a five foot bong. Uh, that oh shit. Yeah. That shit's that like shit the most owns. expensive blunt. That was. That shit owns. Um, like I remember the gold foiled burger. That was pretty cool. That's <laughs> the the thing is that the thing that pisses me off about that is that Business Insider ripped him off for like the the, the remaining decade after that after that series started because that's all they do is they're just like like look at this burger that comes on you when you eat it it explodes <laughs> <with> cheese <laughs> like we we You're, put we put gold foil on these these raw chicken wings and now we're watch this lady eat them. Here's a here's a pizza that requires the same amount of energy as a city block to make. You know, it's like, hey, hey the NFT of food. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, Business Insider, uh, we're saying it now. Copyright NFT food. If you make a story about that, you owe us money. That will become a thing. Mm-hmm. That is going to become a thing. It's going to be it's going to be a, like a shitty sandwich with gold leaf on it. That takes like the entire energy production of like Denmark to like verify. And then you right, eat right. it and then it's done. It's a sand- yeah. it's a sandwich that's shaped like a rocket ship and it'll be like to the moon Elon or something stupid. Doge, my Doge sandwich. Oh no, god. My god with There'll Doge. be a, a QR code printed on the button. It'll be perfect. I hope, somebody, I hope somebody steals it. But not like not like the way that all the <laughs> NFCs have been getting stolen, which is they're just like hacking their shitty little crypto wallets or whatever. But I hope like somebody hamburglers them. And, like actually <laughs> takes the, the, takes the physical food. Stealing it. The hamburger steals Ronald's NFT burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, no, that's a movie. The hamburger needs to come back, and he needs to be like a Robin Hood type figure. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, he needs to like steal Jeff Bezos's burgers. Um, speaking of, uh, I guess the opposite of mutualism or like Robin Hood or whatever. Um, Sonic, uh, well, not Sonic is a Robin Hood type character, yeah. and he does have Rob Oli Hedge. His uh his Robin Hood ancestor. Um, That's true. I forgot about that. Sonic News views reviews and toods. What I was gonna say is these guys are the opposite of this. The McElroys are making a Sonic comic to piss us off. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Fuck me. No. Oh, B. I'm sorry. This is how you had to learn this. Um, oh no. Here's the article from Screen Rant. The McElroy brothers will write the third and final story. Sonic learns to drive in IDW's Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary special comic book. Uh, New York Times bestselling authors, the McElroy brothers, bring the elements of Team Sonic Racing into the third and final story of IDW Sonic the Hedgehog 30th anniversary special, an 80 page comic book that celebrates three decades of the blue blur. Entitled Sonic Learns to Drive, it is drawn by Mauro Fonseca um, and takes. Okay, I think Screen Rant, as usual, is editorializing here and writing a bunch of bullshit. Takes. Uh, undoubtedly takes place before the events of Team Sonic Racing video game as the speedy hedgehog must learn how to operate a car, let alone race one, if he wants to maintain his impressive track record. Uh, this will be their first contribution to the Sonic universe. Blah, blah, blah. They have more than enough experience writing successful stories, including the Adventure Zone. Uh, gross. Um, Ian Flynn will be writing the first of the stories called Seasons of Chaos, where Sonic speeds across the planet in search of Chaos Emeralds for reasons that have yet to be revealed. Um... Let's see. Where's the other story? Oh, the second one is written by Gail Galligan. It's called Dr. Eggman's Birthday. The mad evil scientist is having uh, 
difficulties sharing his special day with an anniversary that marks 30 years of him being uh, on the receiving end of Sonic spin dashes, blah, blah, blah. So that sounds okay. I'm afraid that might get a little bit too Sonic boomy for my uh, taste, but mm. I'm going to be buying this comic book and I'm going to be reading it and getting mad for sure. Uh, yeah. Are there going to be like five to 10 pages of like two of Travis McElroy's OCs just like talking to each other? And not letting Sonic <laughs> the characters will all say what race they are whenever they pop up on, on the page. They will say, like, <laughs> they say like, I'm Latino and bye. And, 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 It'll be like a little, like a little image of Travis, like soy facing can in the I, corner. Can or something. I ask? Listen, <laughs> Hogcast, we're very sincere podcast. Everything we do is sincere. I've I never done, I've thing. never done parody or irony. I've never done parody or irony. When, what, unironically, what year would you have actually been excited for this? Like, when was the last year you could have, you would have been like, holy shit, the McElroys are writing Sonic. This is nuts. Before the podcast started, so 2013. 14? Really? I was going to be like 2015. When, when did the Adventure yeah. Zone Maybe. Start? Okay, you know what? I forgot about that. I forgot about the Adventure Zone. I thought that was farther back in my memory because it feels mm-hmm. like it's been an eternity ago. I guess it was at some point during balance, I probably would have been okay with like, whoa, hey. Holy shit, dude. They are riding Sonic. Oh my God. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. before they achieved full saturation. <laughs> Until they became what they are now. Before they permeated all aspects of my life and tortured me with <laughs> until they do live in our heads rent free. Yes, yeah, just like movie Bob. It's just it's just movie Bob. <laughs> it's movie Bob and Travis McElroy are just like He's, in there with their big ca- ta- uh, can towers. Ugh. Oh, we're just stuck with them forever. God, I, I hope they I hope they they move out of my head rent free. <laughs> I I How? hope every day I pray like that I'm gonna like one day just grow up and then like. <laughs> I'm like going to be living in a white picket fence 50s style with my wife and child and just not one of them might be like, "Uh, do you want to go see a movie, Bob? (laughs) Or something (laughs) like and they'll be like, I don't even know what that means, kid. You know what I mean? Mario? Never heard of him. (laughs) Uh, I never have to think about movie Bob's book where he talks about Mario coming out and congratulating and thanking him for liking Mario. The book where he lists, where he goes through and categorically lists every single Mario uh, block type and like enemy in the game and like describes them like a like a fucking like encyclopedia for like 100 pages. And then skips his grandma's funeral. Yeah, then goes to his like Is this Ready Player One? I don't understand. (laughs) We we ought to, we ought to, if we don't, we ought to distribute the, the movie Bob book, like the PDF of it. We should break copyright yeah. law and just give that to everybody so they don't have any respect for the guy anymore. Because right. the whole thing is talking about how he thinks Mario would have like a begrudging respect. Like he's like, you know, I don't know if Mario would be my best friend, but I think he'd respect all the time I've put into his <laughs> games. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? Uh, what year was this written? Uh, like 2015 or something. Okay. Around the same time that we probably would have been OK with this McElroy comic coming up. <laughs> um, right, right. It's, yeah, it's it's called Brick by Brick, Movie Bob's Brick by Brick, and it was just him re, re, retelling the time that he replayed uh, Super Mario Brothers three, and uh, how well, living it, in his parents' basement, I think, or something like. Yeah, he like had to move back in with his parents, and like he was like sitting in this like an air conditioned basement playing Mario for his entire life, and like so like. I can respect it because, like, I also flirt with girls by just info dumping about my special interest. But that's just, yeah. He's just <laughs> doing this for the world, though. 
No, yeah, yeah they're they're in it. I do think that he does want one special girl to to pay attention to this, and that's Princess Peach. Oh. I think I think movie Bob is in love with Princess Peach and he does want her to pay attention and say, you're the one Mario, you're the one true Mario fan. Mm-hmm. So you think it's only... Peach and it's not it's not Daisy or Rosalina. No, he's he's an OG. He's an old he's like literally like 50 years old or something. I think. Oh so like, Alan, this is might just be a joke for me, but um, <laughs> that's never stopped this you before. Is, this is ancient Internet lore that like is only for like three people. Maybe mm-hmm. even less than that. There was a blog I followed, and they used to review like Deviant Art stuff. And there was this guy called the Prince, and he had a Deviant Art page that was just pictures of him dating Princess Peach. Uh, this isn't was... the guy that drew the map to her eyes, right? No, no, no. <laughs> this is different. This is different. This was just a guy, and he commissioned people, and he had like hundreds of posts of him like having picnics and like, um. <laughs> And just hanging out with Princess Peach, which is fine. It's banal, whatever. But um, what if that was movie pop? Do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember that that really cool uh, artist on like Tumblr or something like a few years back that made a bunch of art of like Wario and Waluigi going on dates with Daisy and like Luigi oh standing in the background God. like sobbing? Yes, you, that shit. Ruled. A legendary S tier. Yeah, S tier cucking Luigi. Uh, yeah. So good. That shit owns. Um, I'm just I'm just thinking about that one. Uh, like illustrious DeviantArt artist who I believe pretended to have Marfan syndrome and yes. post drawings of themselves, like getting healed with crystals by uh, members of the Sonic team. I believe. I remember that. I didn't know they were pretending. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't surprise me, I guess, but whatever. Yeah. But that's cool. Um, do you think they could have healed Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Cause he, well, like, he also had the Marfans. He's just a big boy. I thought he also had Marfans. Didn't Bin Laden also uh, I think they both did, and I think maybe if uh, if Sonic and the and the crew healed Bin Laden, he could have hooped instead of becoming a terrorist. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know. Okay, hold on a second. Remember when Bin Laden's Steam library got leaked? <laughs> yes. The most I, powerful. Do you think he played Sonic? Was that in his Steam library? Bin Laden Steam library. FBI, don't pay attention to this. Um. Here we go. The CIA. Well, the cool thing, I think it, it's literally the CIA uploaded it. The CIA. So oh, okay. Yeah, they did. Um, this is weird. Okay, so he had files of different anime series, including Naruto, Dragon Ball, and Bleach, as well as Ice Age, Dawn of Dinosaurs, Ants, Cars, and several episodes of com- of cartoons like Tom and Jerry and Mr. Bean. Fuck yeah. He also uh-huh. watched a documentary of himself and viral videos in such as Charlie Bit My Finger and 28 Crocheting Tutorials. Okay, you know, there's that one Mr. Bean where he accidentally blew up his own house on Christmas Day. Mm, you know what? Think about that. Maybe that was inspiration mm. for something. He uh, f- games found on the drive. <laughs> it was bad. I'm sorry, everybody. I did not. <laughs> I just equivocated Mr. Bean with 9/11. Hey, listen, so, 9/11 is funny and cool, so it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you. The games found on the drive included Final Fantasy VII Advent Children. That's crazy. Fuck yeah. Um, Resident Evil, Animal Crossing, Wild World, and Super Mario Bros. He also had a copy of Counter-Strike, which is cool. Um, I think most of this is probably CIA uh, PSYOP shit that they're trying to make me think that Bin Laden's less cool. Um, yeah. Probably. Um, he also ate Pocky? Is that is that real? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, this is just a Kotaku article that's editorializing. Whatever. 
I wish I could have added him on Steam. Bashcraft at it again. I wish I could have added him on Steam. Um, I've got another awful screen rant article here. Um, this is by my, this guy wrote the last one. I think this guy might be on the Sonic beat. Uh, Steven Blackburn. Uh, if that is his real name, I'm assuming most people at, uh, at, at screen rant are robots or some sort of Amazon mechanical Turk or something. Um, but, uh, he wrote an article called Sonic's world has its own suicide squad. Did you know that? Did you know that Russ? I did not know that. I and I, frankly, I'm excited. I don't really know how many Sonic. I guess if we're going back to like, yeah, what's it? Uh, Mammoth. What is the uh, Mammoth Mogul? Not, Mammoth Mogul or something. Maybe if you went back to that, they had enough villains in the uh, Archieverse. But I don't know. So this is kind of a stretch. You know the Dark Legion. Yeah, of course. The the group of technocratic echidnas whose embrace of technology leads to their exile after their kind collectively denounce its use. Um, after their expulsion, they make technology part of their identity by installing cybernetic implants into their body in order to enhance themselves. Um, they become evil, which is normal, uh, and that's why they're the Dark Legion. But after they did that, Eggman took advantage of this. Um, let's see. He installed the robot implants, and in return, they pledge their servitude and swear, swear fealty to the Egg Empire. But he also instead installs bombs in the cybernetics. Um so he literally does the Suicide Squad thing to them. Okay, this isn't as Fuck much of a yeah. stretch as I was thinking. Um, let's see. After the Egg Empire is taken over by the Iron Queen, the Ever Advantageous activates the bombs, um, which throws the their leader into a coma. So he does actually pull the trigger on somebody like uh, like he happened to Slipknot, the man who can climb anything. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Um, that's good. I like that better than the normal Suicide Squad. Um, mm-hmm. They should put more bombs in Sonic characters next. That's true. More yeah. characters need um, to be have the threat of the having a head twisted From the beautiful twisted mind of Ken Penders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I, since it's the Dark Legion thing, I'm assuming it was during the Ken Penders run. Yeah. Um, this Screen Rant article is not very good. No, it's not good. It's bad. Most they of their articles really are, are bad. not explaining anything to me, and um, I'm having a hard time following it. Here's but. a great article. Uh, I, I'm just going to mention this one because it's bad. Josuke, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Is Josuke really the hero of two parts? I don't know, man. Maybe just read them. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> straightforward. <laughs> just get the just buy the fucking book. Uh, they both. I, I mean, I get they both have the same name. They're not exactly the same guy because the whole universe reboot and everything. And one of them's literally a combination of two guys. But um, I, they are literally like making a new guy and getting mad at it. I guess. Like, <laughs> what is? I don't understand Josuke in, in part eight. I don't get it. I'm mad at him. I don't like it. He's a combination of two guys. What's going on? He's got four balls. That's too too many. <laughs> That's the best part about him. They need to get back on that. They really do. That was such a big point of those first chapters, and they really dumped off of it. No, now it's just like an old man hitting people with with car with up the doors of airplanes. Oh, that whips. That shit whips. B, have you been reading part? Do you? I don't even. I have not. But I I mean, I guess I don't need to read part eight. I can just like look at the. I can look at the Wikipedia page, and then I can I can like get a job at Screen Rant. Uh, that's basically what they're doing. Yeah, and and um, also uh, part eight has some of the most wild, buck wild stands I think I've ever seen in my entire life. The main villain of part eight has. Isn't maybe the most overpowered stand, Russ? Oh yeah, (laughs) easily. He just he he just makes you have very very bad luck. Very, very, oh. if you try to pursue him or if you like see him and like try to chase down, 
he will just make bad things happen to you. Like the 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 door of an airplane will fall off and come falling down to thirty thousand feet and hit you in the head. Is this the part that um, one of the like pairs of minor antagonists was called the Aphex Twins? Yes, and they had a soccer ball. <laughs> they had a soccer ball full of filled with poisonous gas. That's normal. Yeah, it's absolutely. normal. Um, they, what they 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 stabbed somebody. Uh, they stabbed a cop through the mouth. Yeah. The bottom jaw. Oh, no, they the did. Handcuff. Oh, my God. The handcuff. Yeah, because their power is that like their power is very strange. It's kind of like boogie woogie in a weird way from, from <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. It's like it's like they can teleport something from one hand to the other in a weird way. So like they like a guy grabbed a cop's jaw and they like teleported the the fucking like handcuff through his jaw and then like handcuffed him to like a railing or some shit. It was Holy wild. Shit. That shit's cool. It's There's also sick. like a weird little baby man uh, that that has a Lego version of the White House, and that's his stand. <laughs> and he eats pussy. He's the first person in the JoJo's universe to, to perform cunnilingus. It's wild. Right. Yeah. Um. I think I think Iraqi's really on some also, great shit. <laughs> uh, the other thing about JoJo's Part Eight that I love is that the most unrealistic thing, the weirdest and most unrealistic thing, is that there is a 17 year old girl who exclusively listens to prog rock. That's cool. that's just everybody in the JoJo's universe. <laughs> I know, yeah. but she, that's like her thing. Like she introduces herself. Hey, I'm 17 and I listen to prog rock. I love King Crimson. That I think I feel like Iraqi just thinks everybody kind of listens to the same music as him, which is oh yeah, yeah. Which honestly they should. So whatever. Should, I mean, he's got good taste. Yeah, he's and, got a pretty like wide palette at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, honestly, I mean, there's there's the first Lady Gaga stand in this in this part. <gasps> Incredible. There's a born this way. It's, oh, that's really good. I, I, they were going to call it going underground at first, but then I think it really got changed back to born this way. Uh, right. Wow. It's it and is. It's, uh, it's very good. Yeah. Joe's party is pretty good. Um, Also, vitamin C fucked up stand. Maybe the most <laughs> fucked up stand. Um, I'm trying to remember vitamin C. Off that's the one that day. makes you turn into liquid. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh. yeah, that's the oh, one. that's a great chapter. That is where such a he, good art. Where if he touches you or like his his stand leaves like handprints all over the room, and if you touch them, you will turn. You will just like get goopified. Like okay, you know that one. You know that one anti weed commercial where the person like is def- <laughs> is like deflated and like sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Um, he literally does that to like to like the members of the family and stuff, and like Holy he shit. he he makes somebody like turn into a puddle, and then he like grabs a fish out of the fish tank and like throws it inside them, and like <laughs> like somebody's heads underneath the sink, and he like runs the faucet, and the water pushes a hole through their head, and then washes them down the drain. Mm. It right, is and that's like the ticking. That's the ticking time bomb element. Is like if this person goes down the drain, they die. It's so sick. Yeah, and it's, it it is wild. Um, that shit rules. Um, okay. Anyway. Two to the week, two to the week. I got a two this time. This is Zenin. I'll spell that for you. X E N I N, like uh, Zen, like our good friend Zenny Jardin, uh, but with an N. At the, but with <laughs> is an that N at what the you end. searched for? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no, I was looking at the list of characters created by Ken uh, Benders. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> what do you think Zenin looks like? <sighs> Now, you know it's a you know it's a Ken Penders character, so this gives you a very good guess as to what the race of this character is. Okay, <laughs> uh, knowing Ken Penders, uh, I'm going to assume that it's some like broad pop culture thing because he hates Sonic. I think it's a Xenon parody. 
or a Xena mm-hmm. parody, not Z, Z. It's not the girl of the 21st century. I think it's a Xena parody or something. And it's like a, like a big tall echidna with like boob armor, pissing Nita Sarkeesian off and, uh, uh, or something. I don't know. And, uh, I don't know. She's Julie Sue-esque. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he is a completely cyborg echidna. Well, I was so, I was more wrong about that than any character ever. So this before. is a member, coincidentally, of the Dark Legion. His entire body has been replaced. Pretty much his entire body has been replaced with cybernetic enhancements designed to make him a superior fighter to Knuckles in every way. Oh fuck! Um, oh. During his during the Dark Legion's attempt to take over the Hayek Council of the Kidnopolis, Zenin captured. General Von Stryker and imprisoned him as well as Knuckles and Julie Sue. He eventually met his demise imprisoned in an egg grape chamber. The egg grape chamber. You may ask, Fuck. what is the egg grape chamber? I, I no, this I'm, all makes sense to me. Um, it was a device created by Eggman to drain the life force of living beings trapped to, within to power his new city of New Megalopolis. Oh, um, fuck. Huh. The... The egg grapes had three separate phases of torture, mind eraser, toxic infusion, and energy drain. Um, so they would mind break you. They would be toxic and gaslight you, get gatekeep, girl boss. Um, and then they would drain all the energy out of you. Um, Fuck. So he basically, Eggman kind of like made like the little matrix pods, um, but he made them look like big grape bunches. And then he trapped a bunch of echidnas in them to power his city. Uh, what will the Wachowskis not steal from this time? Um, oh, they first take from uh, 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 Ghost in the Shell, and now this is Ken Pender, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> when did this come out, by the way? Let me see here. This, oh, you know what, Russ? I take it back. This was 1999. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you think about it, they're hitting the comic book stores. Um, I'm just saying. He, Ken might have another lawsuit on his hands. Is all I'm saying. Personality. Zenon was How arrogant. Impressive if Ken Panthers beat the <laughs> Wachowskis. That bummed me out so bad. <laughs> that would make me so sad. Um, <laughs> Pissed me off so bad. Yeah. Um, Zenon was an ar- arrogant, malicious, and violent person. He showed signs of outright racism towards dingoes. Whoa. Or- <laughs> ordering the Dark Whoa. Legion troops to lock them in the underground sewers. With a short temper and little patience, Zen threatened those who felt he who he felt offended him or disobeyed his orders. He also had no regard for the lives of those he deemed useless, which included just about everybody who's not in the Dark Legion. Um, let's see. He has notable cybernetic replacements throughout his body, including his right eye, some of his dreadlocks. Some of his dreadlocks are cyber. Um, I guess he's kind of like maybe like a zero, like a Horizon Zero Dawn person in that way or something. Part right. of his face. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. Their USB cords and stuff. Yeah, due to the it's more th- like the end of Mass Effect Three when everybody became uh... when everybody gets the cool USB texture overlaid on top of them. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of. Yes, <laughs> I love that shit. The synthesis ending of Mass Effect Three might be the like the perfect like encapsulation of that time period because it is so, so it is so fucking stupid, man. Cyber Seth Green is still so funny to me. I don't know why it's he so gets good to fuck to his me. wife now. He gets to fuck his robot wife, the the ship that he drives. I mean goals, but we all want to drive. We all want to fuck our cars. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're Americans. Thank you. We want, I watched Utena. I know what, I know what's going on. I want to, I want, I want my car. I want my wife to turn into the vehicle I drive and back and back and forth. 
Um, dude, man, that shit owns so much. How did that even work, by the way? Uh, I've, I haven't watched Turbo Teen, but I'm assuming it follows similar rules to that. Yeah, every time you get wet. Wait a minute, Alan, I gotta check something Is it wet or quick. spicy? Is it, I thought it was every time you got hot or eat spicy food. Like, Interesting. I thought it was just like anytime you got wet, which is like I was gonna like sort of sidle that into like a fun like you know like getting wet. And he then got he got he got sort of joke. he got my wife got horny and turned into a car. Um, hey, yeah. I just want to say real quick, Alan, we're lucky. It turns out Turbo Teen is a Ruby Spears production, so we're in the clear. We're not in trouble for not having chosen Turbo Teen in oh, the draft. Thank God. Oh, I would have been so mad. Well, we did limit it to to franchises that were mentioned in Scoob, and Turbo Teen was never mentioned. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, if Turbo, if Turbo Team, Team was would have made an exception for Turbo Team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. There were like, were there cars in Scoob? There could have been a cameo. You, you, oh, my God. Don't know. Uh, there, are there cars in Scoob? Uh, the, the van gets destroyed and then Fred smears its ashes on his face. Oh, that's really good. Fred is Speed is, Buggy a Ruby Spears? I'm sorry, everybody. The, the, we're going back down. This. <laughs> you know, Fred is a lot like Seth Green in Mass Effect because in that movie, he is so horny for the mystery machine van. It's true. They made him. They, they got rid of the sexual tension with him and what's her face? Daphne? Yeah. Yeah. I always forget her name because she's not she's not Velma. And she, doesn't, <laughs> yeah. she doesn't fucking do anything. It seems like they just really love to make Fred horny in these series. Like, I mean, there was uh, what, Mystery Incorporated where he was like super into traps, like the like the concept of like, oh, he's making he's being he, able to ensnare people. Yeah, he's doing like some Monster Hunter shit. Yeah. OK, I didn't. I think I think the thing is that Fred has such a vaguely defined character that they just try like, giving him a new gimmick and none of them stick. Yeah. <laughs> like he likes his car. He likes to Usually, make traps. Uh, ascot jokes, a lot of ascot jokes. Well, that's just modern stuff now. They're like, hey, who's who's wearing an ascot nowadays? This guy looks like Keiichi from the new uh from the new Higurashi anime. <laughs> 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 Fuck, dude. He wears an ascot at one point. Um spoilers for Higurashi. What, what, he hey, wears an if, ascot. Hey, funny humor, what if Scooby Doo uh uh investigated Yashiro Sama? Yo! <laughs> Scooby Doo should go to Hinamizo. What is he doing? What are the mystery? What are they doing? Why didn't they go there? Oh my god, uh, that would have been pretty good. That would have been pretty good to be honest. I would love to see Shaggy get disemboweled. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would rule. Yeah, and they just pull out like one of those incredibly tall sandwiches, like completely whole. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, yeah. Is there a big sandwich at any point in Higurashi? I feel like there might be a big sandwich. They do a <laughs> lot of lunch. Be. They do a lot of like lunchbox stuff, but I don't know if anybody like, has a yeah, big sandwich. Yeah, a lot of like multi-layered bentos, which is kind of like, mm. you know, what a little sandwich bring work. Yeah, a bunch of little little like uh, uh, hot dog octopuses. Hot, uh, we need to make a. I need to make a hot dog octopus. They look so good. It's just a hot it's, dog, right? It's just it's, it's not just a hot dog. Yeah. It's just a it's hot dog that they cut up in a, into the shape of an octopus. Now I did make takoyaki one time. That's that shit's oh. good. I did. It was technically ikayaki because I did put squid in it instead of octopus because I cannot buy octopus at the grocery store. But uh, yeah. but you know what? That that shit's good. Make, put that in a put that in a little bento box maybe. I don't know. Um, what do you guys think about Zenin? Is he a good character? No, he's good. I like him. Wait, oh, you like? Okay, oh, well, I like. Him. I like how cyber he's he good. is. He's kind of <laughs> like the predator from Predator. He does. I think most of the echidnas kind of look like the predator from predator because of the dreads, but him especially because yeah. he's got cyber ones 
that are like USB cores hanging off his head. Um, yeah, he's he's got all his data at the ready. He is basically the only like echidna part it's of him. Is he keeps his, his NFTs. That is where his crypto wallet is in one of those dreads, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he does have like a, a flesh eyeball and like his hair. I think that might be the only non cyber part of him is his eyeballs and some of his dreads. Some of the dreads have like USBs and shit, but the rest of him is metal. He kind of reminds really, me of Cyborg from uh, Justice League in that way. I, I really had a dark thought there. Like, what if your child was on, like, life support and you're like, my son's an NFT now? That's what that's <laughs> what that's what the mother box did to Cyborg. Oh, no, he's like, I don't want this. The mother box took up the entire it did use all the energy of the of the whole town or whatever the fuck. And it made him into a, a hacker god robot. So maybe that's what maybe he became an NFT. The, the mother boxes are not fungible. That's true. Yeah, they're all on the blockchain. The blockchain is the block. It's a box. It's a. It's oh yeah, three my, of them, and then you oh put them. You, you put them next to each other, and they make the unity. That's the blockchain. Man, that movie is good. We should watch the Snyder Cut again. I love that movie. <laughs> hey, Justice is gray. <laughs> Justice is gray. We got to watch the black and white version now. Fuck, dude. I don't think I want to sit down for another four hours. I would. Lo- no. I would watch the, the Snyder Cut again if it was two hours, maybe. But four hours of my life. I don't know. I'm just glad that the Whedon cut is gone and doesn't exist anymore and that we don't, we don't have yeah, to. You just can't. We, we don't have to remember. Do you remember the joke that Superman said when he like when he entered the final fight of the Whedon cut? Oh, God, don't repeat it to me. It uh, was it was literally a hey, is this guy bothering you joke where like Wonder Woman <laughs> was fighting Steppenwolf and like he steps in there and like punches Steppenwolf. He's like, hey, is this guy bothering you? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> there's some, there's like multiple Jesus of those Christ. jokes because I think he does the same thing with Cyborg at one point, too. <sighs> what a great um, what a great movie. Thanks, Joss. You did it. Joss, you killed it. <laughs> you you really did it. Good. You made you made a, a OK kind of not even really great movie. Uh, you cut it in half and then made it worse. So thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you took what is kind of like a funny kind of dumb movie and then turn it into like the saddest like Hollywood schlock. They really fucked over Cyborg so they bad. They fly now? They mm-hmm. fly now? They fly now. Um, He didn't, I like that he didn't have to change Flash's character at all because he is just epic Bazinga Man the entire <laughs> no matter what, he is always epic Bazinga Man. So the soy is strong with that one. Yeah, he did completely cut out all of Cyborg's story scenes which are most of the story scenes of the movie. So I don't know how he got away with that, but he did it. He also, yeah, he also cut out the, the coolest scene, which is the one where flash runs so fast. He goes back in time and like everything in like the big explosion reverses and shit like that. That shit rules. Why do you do it? That shit rules. I think. No, well, I guess maybe he's like, uh, DC can't have a time travel thing. Cause, uh, you know, I've been directing for Marvel movies. He knew what the, the new infinity war was going to be. He was yeah. like, he's like, because it is essentially kind of the end of Infinity War, except instead of doing the whole like time heist bullshit, it's just like Flash realizes he fucks up. and He's like, I don't like doing this, but let me go super fast and go back in time. Um, <laughs> he does it twice, actually, I think. Right. Um, no, no, no. It's just the once, I think, because he zaps the box or something. He There's a lot of like him running really fast and then touching stuff. Like he runs really fast and then like gives it a little static shock and like and that does the plot stuff for some reason. But whatever. That's the speed force. That's the speed force. Basically, you run really fast and then magic happens. So, yeah, it makes sense, I guess. 
Anyway, Ezra Miller, they're canceled, so they're never going to make another one of those movies again. Yeah, <laughs> they'll have to flashpoint Ezra Miller out of existence. Honestly, they could probably get away with that. What uh, if they just replace him with Mads Mikkelsen like they did with Johnny Depp and Fantastic uh, that's Beasts? A, yeah. Mads Mikkelsen needs to be... I'm so mad they wasted him on like a random guy in Doctor Strange. That's God, yeah. So funny. Who was one he? Of, one of the most like, huh? Wait, who got like, <laughs> like, like, look like a cosplayer for a character that didn't exist in the movie. I think he must have like wandered off set from like uh, Death Stranding because he has the same eye makeup on. Uh, uh, <laughs> like he just like wandered off set and is like, hey, yeah, I can film. On, I can film this Marvel movie. It'll take like what a day. Which one is it? I don't care. And like he just stood around with like with like uh, smeared like black makeup on his eyes and. I think he waved a magic stick around or something. I don't know what he did. Oh, yeah. He did some cool hand uh, gestures like uh, Benedict Cumberbatch did. Some Naruto hand signs. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> they should have. I'm just so mad they waste Mads Mikkelsen and all this shit. They need to put him in something good for once. It is so Absolutely. funny. I mean, it's the Idris Elba thing, right? Yeah. Now, Idris Elba is blood sport. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> They made him, he's Bloodsport in the Suicide Squad. They were going to make wow. him replace, uh, what's his face? Uh, Will Smith. Will Smith, who, was he Deadshot or was he? Yeah, the, the Deathstroke? Death, no, Deathstroke's the different guy. Deathstroke is the, Deathstroke's white in the DC universe now. Uh, they oh, both Ted, have a very similar mask, though. Ted Lasso. Is that what Ted Lasso is? People keep talking about it and I don't know what it is. Ted, Ted Lasso is my enemy. I'm going to fucking kill that guy. Not the, the actor, man who can but... lasso anything. What oh, is Ted Lasso? You slipped, you're thinking of Slipknot, the man who can climb anything <laughs> with a piece of rope. Yeah, the, Ted so, Lasso is the fucking positivity show for uh, the annoying people on the internet who thought Hamilton rocks or whatever. Uh, oh, so it's like a, it's like a maximum fun show. Uh, it is. It, it's it, you know what? It is a maximum fun show. You know, I've been listening. I, li- I still listen to my brother, my brother, me occasionally. And then I turn it off like five minutes or like 10, 15 minutes <laughs> in when I get tired. Um, yeah, because I just need to podcast to listen to on Mondays. But I do occasionally hear a Max Fun ad and some of these ads, guys. Who <laughs> I Oh, man. Some of these are. First of all, I don't We're think here so. for intelligent conversation about living, loving and learning. Or yeah, something yeah like it's that. It's that. We're all stuck in L.A. and we hate each other and ourselves. Please listen to us. We're positive now. It is just the. It feels like it, it feels like the like perennial issue with like podcast advertisement in general is that there is just no way to make a podcast sound funny in like forty five seconds. It, like you just yeah. like unless you just like get like a top tier clip or something. Like you just right. don't have context. It's just well, it's gonna be it's, it's all gonna the, be awkward. it's all them giving you like a, an elevator pitch for their shitty show about like depression and like BoJack Horseman or something. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. Episode recaps of Bojack Horseman and how this show freaking like, changed our lives. It's like a gay perspective of Bojack Horseman. It's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> Stop it. He's a horse. I mean, like, you know, uh, I don't know. You know, I don't really think of Bojack Horseman as this big piece of queer media, but OK, fine, whatever. Just do your podcast. <laughs> I don't care. You're the office ladies now or something. I don't know. The office freaking ladies. Oh, freaking yeah, office well, ladies. Well, it's got the representation because uh, Todd's asexual. So that people just, people love that, that so much. People they love did. that. Um, which I guess fair. That is like the only time like an asexual person's been on a cartoon, except for SpongeBob, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> who's canonically asexual according to according to uh, Departed uh, creators Stephen Hilberg, Hilberg. But Good. yes, uh, he is canonically asexual. 
Um, and I think he even might have said that SpongeBob doesn't have any bio. He said biological sex isn't real for sponges or something I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, Steven, you got it. You nailed it. I knew the biology guy would understand this. Um, absolute king. Absolute king. SpongeBob. Well, anyway, SpongeBob's back with his great CGI show that we all love. Uh, anyway. I need to watch. I'm so that. excited. I'm I... so excited to see him bounce around in 3D. <laughs> I'm so glad it looks like every other show now. Yeah. Uh, listen, I uh, I gotta watch it. I as a hard as a hardcore. Well, now that the panty raids banned, this is all we got. That, so. Okay, that's the oh. one thing that like I'm becoming a cancel culture guy now is that they got rid of the <laughs> panty raid episode of SpongeBob. <laughs> Oh, uh, the episode when that came on, that was like, yo, this is this episode's fucked up. Well, the other thing is D and shit. I remember being like, yo, this goes hard. They got rid of the other episode that's paired with too. Like whichever. Oh, was that um, Snail Race or something? Mid, um, yeah, I think it was Snail Race. Yeah. Damn, that's a good episode. Yeah, the though. Great Snail Race. They, they, yeah, they got rid of that. Now it's not on streaming anywhere. That's, I'm so mad. I mean. Cancel culture strikes again. It's really they can't cancel Mr. Krabs. <laughs> they do play D and D in that one. I forgot about that. I know it's dope. I, I remember that episode was huge for me as a kid. Also, Mr. Krabs doesn't have enough episodes, so they should not take one from him. Yeah, yeah. My only like big vivid memory of like a specific SpongeBob episode was being on a cruise in like two thousand and four, and. Yeah. They just sort of like piled all the children into like one like weird like room with a bunch of primary colors in it. And they played the episode where uh, they have to go on the Flying Dutchman ship or whatever and go through like the perfume department like that. That whole fun escapade. Right. And then they put us in uh, pirate makeup and had us wander around the ship at like 3 a.m. That wrong. Mm. Was that a Nickelodeon cruise? Did Nickelodeon ever have a cruise? It was not a Nickelodeon cruise. It was just the stock standard. uh What's her name? Royal, uh, Royal, the, yeah, Royal Queen's you know, Meridian, guys. yeah, the the Clash Royale ship, yeah, Giardia, okay. Giardia cruises or whatever. <laughs> um, we need to wrap up, but I've got one more quick question. At what point do you guys do? You, do you think you fell off SpongeBob? When did it, when did <laughs> it become bad? Ooh, I I don't. I'm not gonna say it's this episode that was like disgusting. I will never watch this again. I just remember when, like, David Bowie was on it. I remember it's like, why is Spongebob, like... Yeah. Like, I know of all mean. celebrities, I guess that's, like, one of the cooler celebrities to get. But, like... Mm. Uh, well, it was a weird it was a weird usage. Like, it's like, he's the king of Atlantis or something. It wasn't a very funny episode. Also, Tafira Patty. I remember, I think I bought that DVD as a kid. And the Tafira Patty episode wasn't... The best. And you I mean fear like, of I a crappy patty or fear? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fear of a crappy. That was the I one that no- I, that is the one that opens up season four. Uh, oh, fuck. Season four, I think, has this is kind of like Latter Day Simpsons, like maybe like a season 10 or something of Simpsons or something Um, where there's a couple of OK ones like um, uh, there's the one where uh, where Mr. Krabs loses his shell. That's also in season four. Um, yeah, that's good. Or the one where they go get Mr. Krabs's mattress from the dump or something. Yeah. Or the one where Gary runs away. Have you seen the snail? That all happens. But then there's also a bunch of bullshit where like um, Sandy's bosses, the chimps come into town um, or uh, I don't like that's that. That's the episode. Oh, that's the you episode know, for me. That one sucks. Yeah. 
I hate Stanley Squarepants. Fuck Stanley Squarepants. Oh, low tier character. Can't stand him. If anybody out here, no one in their damn mind ever likes Stanley Squarepants. And if they if they even imply that they do, you can push him down the stairs. Okay, I know what I know what the this is fucked up moment was for me when I was watching SpongeBob. Uh, it's Squid Bob Tentacle Pants. Ugh. But the end oh. where he turns into the big Cronenberg monster and like, goes to therapy. <laughs> See, I was thinking very specifically about the episode where um, in some of the recent seasons, they've been very specifically like interested in like doing more body horror stuff. And the only time that I've like actually been hit with like a wave of nausea and like a visceral reaction from like a children's cartoon um, was when they were trying to move Squidward's couch. Oh, the to- oh, toenail! Oh. And the toenail thing happened. Shit, so bad. I hate that. And I, I'm, I am. Uh, John Cage and Askel. Uh, I own all of Ren and Stimpy on DVD, and I, <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan. And uh, fuck John Cage. Uh, yeah. But uh, but uh, like even I like that fucking toenail. It's like, oh, yuck. There's um. There's I think a later episode of uh of spongebob where they where everybody in the town gets like i think it's like the ick or something it's like that thing that fish get where like their mucus coat gets all fucked up that one is gross that one's bad there's a lot of ones like that that are bad later on um what what the fuck is kenny the cat did you know kenny the cat is a guy yes i've heard the name why is he here uh, he's he's a, like Sandy's rival or something, or like he's oh, gonna replace this. Sandy. He just holds his breath, uh, and he uses an oxygen tank, uh, like when he's like when he's out I, of sight. I kind of like Kenny the cat. I like. I think that's funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't like, like the way like he's Kenny. drawn. I like maybe the idea. I like. I kind of like Kenny the cat, but like it does feel like a Ren and Stimpy character that accidentally walked into SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah. But we should be nice to SpongeBob because he gave people jobs or something. That's true. That's what that person said that one time. It's like, hey, you should be, uh, you should not be mean about the shitty SpongeBob thing that's coming out because it's giving people all, jobs. All cartoons oh, wow. are made under capitalism, so it's wrong to consume. Listen, them SpongeBob anyway, is so. a reinterpretation of uh, of ancient mythological heroes, actually. So <laughs> that's essentially the same argument. It is literally the same oh, argument my. that that fucking regular show bullshit did. Oh, oh my god. god. Which I guess I'm just never gonna watch now. I watch regular show mostly. And then like yeah. my brother's like, hey, you wanna watch the you should watch the new show? And I'm like, mm, I'm not gonna watch that shit. Sorry. It has Jason Manzukas in it. That's another thing. That yeah. guy, it's got podcast people on it. It's got podcast well, guys just, and it must be good. Yeah, it's just a regular show, but like it's humans and they're allowed to say fuck now, right? I think right. so. And they're like they're well, here's the thing that I, that makes me not want to watch it, is that it's about like like a, a pair of like it's like a guy and his wife and their kid. Or something. Right. It's oh. just like, oh, the regular show guy grew up and got a wife. I don't want to watch this yeah. anymore. <laughs> this is this is getting into like this is getting into like the dad genre of games for me. It's like, oh it, my god. It's about like you know like mid thirties like white guys that are like I learned it's like I learned about a new thing in life because I had a kid or a wife or something and now my whole my whole outlook on life has changed and it's still boring uh, though. It's the whole God what? of War used to be about like titties and like killing people. And now it's like, oh, I got divorced. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess it's it's slightly better than just like 30 year old auteurs, like not getting married and then just making clerks over and over. But like, mm-hmm. but it's so funny you use clerks as an example, because Kevin Smith is the ultimate. I had a kid and I'm going to put her in all my movies. That's true. And he's also, he also the ultimate. <laughs> I love my wife uh, blasting her 
her clip I brown mean, taint they, area. They fuck each other like they're still cheating on each other. <laughs> you know? Oh, Jesus Christ. Also, can we... Clint Brown taint area doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Those aren't next to it. Like, what are you talking about? That's just the erogenous zone. That's just everything yeah, from the waist down. Fun. Like, what are you talking about? Your butt is all the parts you fuck. Butt, I don't know. The butt and the clit are like opposite each other on the body. Like, what are you talking about? Not the way he's doing it. I guess like not. That's like saying like that's like area. saying my like dick balls uh, ass area. It's like, what does that mean? <laughs> The it's lower like, half. I guess. Yeah, the lower half. My leg the area. Yeah. Parts. yeah. Fuck you, Kevin Smith. He's crying. Wow. He's crying from WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> Red-eyed sobbing at fair. WandaVision. <laughs> Do you think he's watching WandaVision and his wife is like eating his ass out or something? He's like, him and his wife fucked to WandaVision. That is a guarantee. Oh, God. What is what is uh, what is uh, what is jizz? But love <laughs> continuing out of your body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. should end the episode. We should stop. What is jizz? Yes. But love persisting. You're right. <laughs> anyway, that's why he's white gotta... vision. That's why he turned into white vision. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And I have you not uh, seen white? While, have you not seen white no, vision? I've Alan. I muted WandaVision so fucking fast. And it's I still saw too much garbage about it. But I thought yeah. white vision was a joke. Like like. Uh, like a sonic recolor, like people invented on yeah. something awful. Like I just didn't know what white vision Russ, was. It's before. white. It's white vision summer. You got to get with it. <laughs> Feeling like the white vision. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know why he became white vision. I think what happened is like sword or something no, stole but his for body. Real, I thought white vision was like pink Goku. I really did. I thought <laughs> he was like, who is this guy? And just like what? And, and just like pink Goku, he became real at some point. <laughs> That's true. You got me there. It's vision. Oh, what is? Vision Calvo, he's bald now. <laughs> he's the most powerful uh, Vision. <laughs> I hate it. Anyway, <laughs> we, should, uh, we we've held B up long enough. B, uh, have you? Do you have anything to plug? Um, just follow me on Twitter uh, at Cave Gift. One word. It's like uh, you 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 get a little gift in a cave. That's me. I'm B Cave Gift. That's all. I, that's all I got. The posts are good. Follow follow B. <laughs> uh, follow at Hawkcast SD on Twitter. Uh, Russ is piss goblin. I'm Finn Dummerl, as always. Um, I guess until next next time. You have a, you have a closing message, Russ? No, not at all. You're not gonna wish everybody a white vision summer. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I don't really want to use like use the term white vision in any way. I don't. Maybe there's another uh, word for him. What is what is he? Maybe I bet they gave him another white vision. <laughs> vision Blanco. <laughs> it's Vision Blanco. <laughs> They call him Spectral Vision. <laughs> oh my this god! Sucks. Shut up! I hate the MCU stuff. Su- oh, he god. looks stupid. He looks like one of those unfinished uh, figures that you buy at the store. Like that you can. Like, <laughs> he looks like a garage kit. Like he looks, he sucks. Shit. I if hate there's him. one thing, I, if there's one thing I have to be happy about is that my prediction came true about the Falcon and Winter Soldier, where I do think people got their. Got the WandaVision stuff like was too like too much for people's brains, and that the fact that uh fucking the whatever the White Soldier or whatever his name is White Wolf, uh, I mean the, the Winter <laughs> Soldier, the White Wolf. I don't give a shit anymore. I don't f- give a fuck. 
Um, I do think that at this point, like people are like, it's not as special, so I'm not going to talk about it anymore, which is like a grace from heaven. Uh, nobody cares. Uh, yeah. Nobody cares that uh, Falcon got uh, got denied a bank loan in the first episode. <laughs> that is funny. I do like that is the one thing that they have like of all the stupid Marvel shit. That is the first thing I've ever thought of. Like that is kind of funny from a distance. Um, anyway, White Vision. White Vision. Uh, I'm going to say white vision as much as possible. White vision summer. <laughs> it's happening. Yeah. Everybody spectral vision summer or whatever. Um, everybody get into the MCU. That's all I got to say. Oh, God, yes. please, please. <laughs> ah! Ah! Anyway, uh, live and learn, live and learn, live and learn. Live and learn.